0: He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now.
1: All right, folks, here we go. It is Wednesday. I'm Drew Berquist. This is my show, and we're damn glad to be with you guys. Thanks for spending some time with us today lots to get into by the way we're live as the rvm network on roku live on amazon fire tv of course we're on rumble we're youtube we're damn near everywhere that plays video uh and we're appreciative of you guys being there make sure you hit that like button on the way in engage in the chat and make sure you're following that page over there apple tv samsung coming soon in the next couple weeks here we'll have that announcement for you um but a lot to get to in today's show we're gonna get we're gonna spend a decent chunk of time today as is warranted I think on the new Trump indictments We wrapped the show yesterday on them. some more information on them uh, that we're gonna we're gonna dive into today. So we'll get into all of that. Don't worry. Kamala Harris got into talking about climate change again, talking about anxiety in our youth. Speaking of our youth, there's a weird this this is gonna be later in the show, but Gen Z's describing, their broken minds why they twerk and this video is fascinating not in a good way uh, not in a good way at all but we've got that we've got some crazy stuff going on no one ever pays attention to Africa we talked about it some this week already we're gonna talk about Africa again today because there's some moves being made over there some shifts are happening and it's really a big deal but but no one's gonna talk about it we will we'll get into that there's more stuff going on overseas with Russia Ukraine NATO, all of that. Tons, tons to get to today. Real quick, though, before we dive into all of that, make sure you are looking out for your savings, your hard earned savings, 401k, IRA, all of that. Guys, Biden has rolled out Fed now. The Democrats have rolled it out. Don't be fooled. It will not benefit you. They're going to say it's convenient. They're going to say all these things. It's not. None of those things are true. Act before it's too late. You can call my friends at American Alternative Assets, get a free wealth protection guide. Learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar vault to markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take immediately to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number two, USA Gold. That's right. Call 833-287-2465 or visit... ProtectFromBiden.com. from biden.com you can see it in the upper right portion of your screen there so let's get into trump <clears throat> again we, we wrapped the show with this yesterday we're going to start the show with it today the, indicts, the indictment based on on the investigation or what most would would call a witch hunt by special counsel jack smith charges trump with four felony counts they're as follows Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. And conspiracy against rights. The indictment alleges that Trump knew that the claims he advanced about the election, specifically in Arizona and Georgia, were false, yet he repeated them for months. The indictment also highlights Trump's alleged pressure campaign on Vice President Mike Pence, alleging that he asked Pence during a Christmas Day phone call to reject the electoral votes on January 6th, that he told Pence on January 1st that he was too honest and that he lied to Pence about the election fraud to get him to accept a slate of fake electors. Trump allegedly told Pence, according to the indictment, bottom line, won every state by hundreds of thousands of votes, we won every state. Whether that didn't succeed, the indictment says— Trump pushed the crowd of supporters to pressure Pence into action on January 6. Again, according to the indictment, despite having lost the defendant, was determined to remain in power. So, for more than two months following Election Day on November 3, 2020, the defendant spread lies that there had been outcome determinative fraud in the election and that he had actually won. These claims were false. Again, I'm reading from the indictment. And the defendant knew that they were false, but the defendant— repeated and widely disseminated them anyways to make his knowingly false claims appear legitimate, create an intense national atmosphere of mistrust and anger, and erode public faith in the administration of the election. So you boil this all down. Trump is being indicted for wrong speech because he said the election was fraudulent. This, this indictment is a free speech case, not a seditious conspiracy case. Quite a coincidence, by the way, that the indictment came out as Devin Archer's on the stand this week testifying, blowing things up about the Biden crime family, right? Kind of interesting interesting timing there. But Trump, here, here's the deal. <clears throat> this, this has been my thing the whole time, too. Tr- Trump raised questions about the election. We all had questions. None of us know all the answers, all the behind-the-scenes, all the figures— And we probably never will, as unfortunate as that is. But he raised questions that the government didn't like. The Uniparty didn't like. So the government wants to jail him for it. We've gone from, oh, we don't like that question. We don't like where you're going. We're We're gonna skip about 85 steps and go right to getting you off the ballot and putting you in prison. I mean, if this case isn't thrown out, it's gonna be hard for America to recover. Because the First Amendment, which is already under assault, will be neutered. The best charge, though, I listed those four charges earlier. The best charge is conspiracy against rights. You guys, that charge should be called, I hate you because you're mean. That's what that is. <laughs> that, is that is a bullshit, broad, ch- <laughs> this is a childish attempt by Jack Smith to do this. It's the broadest of all charges. It can literally mean whatever you want it to mean. It was a law that was enacted to deter Democrat Klansmen from running wild and terrorizing Americans. And now Democrat tyrants are using it to jail a political rival. That is what is happening. The the,
2: the case that's been filed against Donald Trump is it's also not just free speech, but it's also redress of grievances toward the government. It, it, that's what Jack Smith is trying to outlaw. He's trying to outlaw redress of grievance and free speech all in one fell swoop yeah. against a former president of the United States. Basically what Jack Smith is doing is taking the Bill of Rights and the Constitution and tearing it up and wiping his ass with it and saying, this doesn't matter anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not just him. I mean, that, that's, it's him this week and it's him the last several weeks and months with this investigation and other investigations by the council but that's just what the the other side is doing now that's that that is how they view it and it the, the quicker people can wake up and, and be aware of that the better because we keep telling you and there's still people out there like no they 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 say all the time we're we're sticking to the constitution we want to get back to following the constitution you guys they either hate the constitution and are trying to abandon it and or THEY HAVE NOT READ THE CONSTITUTION. EITHER WAY, is A DISASTROUS OUTCOME. BUT THAT'S WHAT'S happened. TOM, YOU'RE RIGHT. THEY ARE. THEY'RE TAKING THE CONSTITUTION, TEARING IT UP, WIPING THEIR ASS WITH IT. TRUMP'S NOT HAPPY, AS HE SHOULDN'T BE. HERE'S WHAT HE HAD TO SAY IN RESPONSE.
3: THE COUNTRY IS IN A VERY DARK PLACE RIGHT NOW. BUT EVEN AFTER EVERYTHING THE DEEP STATE HAS DONE TO ME, I WILL NEVER GIVE UP ON AMERICA. MARK MY WORDS, IN 2024, WE WILL WIN BACK THE WHITE HOUSE. We will make America great again. I have no doubt about it. They come at me from left. They come at me from right. The rhinos, the communists, the Marxists, the fascists. We will not only survive, we will be stronger than ever before. We're fighting a fight like nobody ever thought possible, and we're winning we won in 2016 we had a rigged election in 2020 but got more votes than any sitting president we're going to win like never before and we're going to make america great again i can truly say i believe better than ever before thank you for all of your support
1: and for all of your prayers so i look he's right when he says he's getting hit from the right and left 100% I don't know if he's right that we're going to be stronger and better than ever before. You got to say that. You got to hope for that, pray for that, and I do. But you expect Trump to take shots from left-wing lunatics he has for a long time. But taking shots from the broke dick chumps on the right like Pence, Chris Christie when he's not eating, will hurt. That's that's a whole other kettle of fish. Right? And you're seeing it from everywhere. And what you're seeing now is you you're, you're seeing without question that there's no Republican party. You could argue that there never has been, but there's certainly not now the party abandoned Trump and his supporters. They're doing their own thing. They've proven that they are in fact a uniparty as we discuss all the time. That's why I don't I, I said this morning in a tweet, I don't associate with them anymore. I'm not affiliated with them anymore. It doesn't mean my values aren't conservative values. 100% they are. Listen to me talk every day. The Republican Party is not Republican, so I want nothing to do with it. I hate both parties. I consider them to be one party. That's that's just what it is. But, but our side, it's more fascinating and it's more detrimental to what we're trying to do because Democrats would have never done that to one of their own. They play to win at all times, and Republicans are fine, fine with receiving a participation trophy or ribbon. A-OK. It's just it's it's. It's a shitty situation that we find ourselves in because everyone says this and they're right. This is injustice. And again, I would say, as I told you yesterday, you don't have to like Trump to see this as an injustice. You should see this as a massive red flag, serious concern. What's happening? The weaponization of our Justice Department. The fact that everyone is on board and playing the same game together in D.C., you should have a huge problem. But you should also, when these types of things arise, you should have an opposition party who pushes back against it. And we don't. We have people who push back against it on social media. There's some great ones. There's Ana Polina Luna. There's Eli Crane. There's maybe a handful of others. But the rest are worthless. And you know what? Even the ones on the right or they claim to be on the right, they hate you. They do. They hate you just like the Democrats hate you and they hate America. The difference is maybe some on the right like the country. Some, they just like their job and and the the establishment and the parties and and everything that they get to do with their so-called friends in D.C. more than they like you. And that's a problem. It's a huge problem because they don't represent
2: us. And people who are, uh, are conservative, we have nowhere to go. All we have left are... 10, 10 to 20 members of the freedom caucus and that's it. The rest of the uh, Republicans have sold us down the road. We we've got nobody in Washington to represent us. No. So we're now faced with with the the balkanization uh, of your cities and counties in moving to places with like-minded people and especially the sheriff. You have to get to a place where the sheriff of that county has the same values that you do because sheriffs in the united states are the free citizens last line of defense yeah
1: no i agree it matters it matters and and we talked about this this week also don't just rest on your laurels get somewhere conservative somewhere that has the same you know american spirit a patriotic values people who adore and, and adhere to the constitution But don't just rest on your laurels and expect it to stay that way. Fight to keep it that way. That's going to be one of the big things. We're going to talk about Texas later today. Soros is targeting Texas, spending buku big bucks to go and try and swing Texas, change Texas. We've seen it happen in other places. A lot of people will say, oh, it's not going to happen in Texas. Don't be so sure. It shouldn't. But if you just expect it not to because it's never gone that way, that's not the right way to do it uh, for sure. Okay, let's get to question of the day, which is this. The, the charges were, were different than some of us maybe anticipated yesterday. None of them good. Again, all of them bullshit. None of them, none of them adding any kind of credibility or faith in our judicial system. It shows just how weaponized it's been. But there was no incitement charge, which is, I, I hesitate to say silver lining, Uh, But there was no incitement charge. I will say this, or I'll ask this question, though. Do you think, based on the charges he's got, do you think Trump goes to prison for any of the aforementioned charges? Four new new charges, new counts yesterday. Do you think Trump goes to prison for any of the aforementioned charges? Obviously, it's not what do you want, it's do you think it happens? Send your responses in. We'll tell you our answers as well. We'll continue with Trump, and we'll talk about the judge who's going to be calling out this decision on the other side of the break. Stick around.
0: We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1, 2023.
1: all right welcome back folks hit that like button on the way in if you have not already whichever platform you're on rumble youtube facebook twitter getter Wherever you are, please hit that button. Please make sure you are subscribed and following the page there uh, and continue to chat in uh, and engage over on that platform. Question of the day was this. Do you think Trump goes to prison for any of the aforementioned charges that we discussed just before the break there? There was four of them. Do you think any of them stick? Any of them uh, lead to him? Let's get to the answers. Let's start with you, Tom, while while we have other people send theirs in
2: yes I believe that he is going to be found guilty of at least one charge is he going to go to prison I don't know is it going to be deferred adjudication perhaps but the judge uh, she doesn't seem like a very honorable person
1: you don't say we're going to talk about her in a second just wait till you see all the connections uh and background here okay so maybe prison at least a charge, though, regardless, is, is what you're going with on, yes. on at
4: least one. Okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> I kind of lean towards the yes, but I'm also hopeful, hopefully no. But my I know for a fact, if this does go, this is going to be like when you go bowling with your friends and there's that one guy who sucks the whole night, but in the 10th frame in the last round, gets the three strikes in a row, and on the way home, like, oh, that was incredible. Like, yeah, you still sucked. Like, you still tried to get him... All these other times it failed, and now it finally because you're grasping for straws, you keep pulling stuff. It's like that nagging, like fine, I'll finally do it. So I feel like it's it's if he does, it's going to be circumstantial. It's not, it's it, they're going to get him, but it's like really on this. This is why you're sending him in. Awesome, great. But now they have him in prison,
1: and, and they certainly want that. Um, <clears throat> Mudcat says some judge, weaponized judge, that is will force him into a prison jumpsuit. He might if it does not get moved out of D.C. Great point, Dragonheart.
4: Um, on uh, YouTube, Slaughterhound says it depends on whether or not his lawyers can drag it out until the election or not. Yeah, that's a good point as well, Slaughterhound.
1: Uh, uh, Elena says yes. Um, so I, here's the thing: these four, these four, the the four things that he got charged on yesterday are such bullshit. And not, just, not just bullshit because it's being weaponized and it's Jack Smith and the left who are going after a political opponent. That's obviously all colossal bullshit, but ju- specifically the charges themselves. If they, had, if they had, had put incitement on him, I would have said 100% yes, it's done. That didn't happen. So, <sighs> I, I, you know, it's it's hard to imagine going... To, to prison for some of the things they're even talking about here, but that is 100% their goal. Democrats and permanent Washington writ large, not just Democrats, are so committed to achieving their goal, and you, you hear who the judge is, which we're going to talk about here in just a short second— and I, I've got to go with yes. I've got to go with yes. I hope to be surprised because I think, that, again, whether you're a Trump person, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, Independent, uh, anything in, in between, you don't want to see this happen because the results and the after effects of, of all of this will be, man. There are so many people that hate Donald Trump.
2: And we've had this discussion before where I've had friends of mine who are so wrapped up in Trump derangement disorder or syndrome. And I've said to them, "Do you, would you rather live in a communist country or have Trump in the White House? And they're like, I'd rather be a communist. And I'm like, think about what you're saying. Right. But in their mind, they think it's just going to be business as usual, that Democrats and Republicans are always going back and forth, and Trump was just a, a sideshow act. It, it's not resonating with them. Of What's at stake right and we see it every day we we see the constant chipping away and for a lot of people that I know they're just like you keep on saying that we're going through this Marxist revolution but I don't see it, it it's there you just have to open your eyes it's not going to happen when it when it, it when it happens it's going to come fast The the total takeover right now we're just watching a little little chipping away chipping away chipping away and then eventually boom. It'll be too late.
1: Yeah, well, and that's the brilliance of it, and that's why some of them are. I don't see it because you're not. You're, I mean, it is. It, it's it's less subtle now, but it's been pretty subtle, and and but it's happening. It's there. Well, let's let's talk about these charges. Let's talk about some of the people here. First of all, let's talk about Jack Smith, who's married to Katie Chavigny. Is that how you say her name? Yes, Chavigny, who serves as a documentary filmmaker for the Obamas. Was she the second paddleboarder? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> she, I mean, she's one of the homeliest left-wing lunatics on the planet. That's for damn sure. I mean, she in the past, Katie has been mistaken for a homeless leprosy patient. A side so attraction, K- Katie's so hideous that the doctor who delivered her should be sued for malpractice. Katie, what? That's probably enough. We're probably good. <laughs> but she's she is she is not a a. a good american let's just say that but let's stay with behind the scenes so you've got jack smith's wife who's deeply entrenched with the obamas and then you've got the u.s district judge for dc tanya Shutkin who was appointed also by barack obama and she also worked with hunter biden at the left wing law firm of Bowles, Schiller, and flexner so her and hunter are, were colleagues she was appointed by obama Jack Smith's wife works with Obama. And by the way, Shutkin, this judge, federal judge in D.C., appointed by Obama, it has, has, is the only one, the only federal judge to date who has sentenced January 6th defendants to sentences longer than what the government had requested. So put all that together, and you guys, all the pieces are in place for a total railroad job in court. This is why we said— I, you've got to get this moved or you're doomed. Or as as Slaughterhound said, if you, if you can pull off an election win, stay in the election, pull off an election win and have this all delayed until you can do something more about it. Yes, that would, that would in theory work, but man, they have this thing set up where it's not going to go well for him. And, And they've proven once again, that they only care about raw power and the country can go to hell because that's what you're doing here. You're throwing our rules, standards. You're throwing how we do judicial reviews, how we how we follow the Constitution or don't. You're, you're taking all of it and saying, no, 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 we hate that guy more than all of that stuff. Focus on that guy. Focus on the power that we maintain if he's not in the picture. That's that's what's going on. The, the, the DNC, and I, again, I would argue it goes beyond that. It's the Uniparty, but the DNC is the biggest threat to America since they seceded from the Union and fired on Fort Sumner. We're, we're being bowled over by the left, and time's running out for our country to be this beacon of freedom that we once were, to be anything. These guys on the left, they don't want us to be free. They want us as their servants. Oh, that sounds crazy, Drew. Look at history. Look at what they're saying and doing right now. That's who they are. These guys... These guys want to inflict the same or greater danger than they did on blacks during the seg- during segregation. Which, again, you'd say sounds crazy, but just you wait and see. These people are the most vile people on the planet, and and they're this close to having unchecked power. They're pretty much there now. But they, I mean, they are they are oh so close to having it. Yeah, and
2: we could just we talked about the chipping away of our freedoms earlier. And part of that chipping away process is the gas stoves, the generators, the kill switches that are now mandatory that have to be put in vehicles. Just think about that. Kill switches that the government has control over. They have now have control over your, or over your vehicle or will have control over your vehicle to turn it off, to yeah. let you know that you're not driving for the day. So the next time a lockdown comes on, guess what? It comes around, guess what? Everybody's cars get shut off and yeah. you can't go anywhere. These are all mechanisms for control that they're implementing. That's what we mean by chipping away and keeping you subservient to them in the government allowing you to move whenever they feel like it. And you have no control over your own personal freedom of movement.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So great, but but think of how they'll justify that, right? Criminals, uh, all sorts of all sorts of reasons. Just like they'll ju- they justify anything. It's it, this is for the good of man. This is so we can keep community safe. This is this. They'll have security. They'll it's have always security under the yeah. guise of security. Yeah, and and people will be like, all right, they would never do that to me. That makes sense. By all means, go ahead. Bless your heart. That is. That is so naive of you and so naive of of so many Americans to think they would never do this to me. This would never affect me. Wake up, you guys. It's 2023. Look at how much the world has changed just in the last three years alone. Seven for sure. Last three, absolutely. It's wild. They They are making monumental gains on taking away freedom from everyday Americans, and not just Americans, this this is happening across the globe in a lot of places. Not all places, but it's happening on a widespread scale, and it's terrifying. It's terrifying for us now. It's it's beyond terrifying for our future generations. Hopefully, we get some. I mean, granted, you know, millennials and Gen Z, uh, whatever. But like, hopefully, you know, for 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 the the next round of kids, I don't know what comes after Gen Z. I, Have we I, named I it? I don't yet? think they've named it yet. Okay, well, it's got to be something different um, because there's got to be someone who comes up and is better. But imagine what it's going to be like for them. And because of the pussies that most of them are now, the, those generations, they're not going to be able to do jack shit to push back against it. So our kids are definitely screwed. It's just, it's a scary thing. If we don't nip this in the bud right now, we're in trouble. We're, we're, I mean, and, and we are just in trouble. Ginger, no vehicle I can afford, thank God. Yeah, well, I mean, not thank God that you can't, but <clears throat> just buy older vehicles. You know, figure out when, when some of those things are implemented, and, and, you know, at least for a while, you can you can kind of get around things that way. Okay, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to get a little bit more back into Trump because you had Mike Pence, who thought it would be a good idea to weigh in on this conversation, thought it would be a good idea to go hard to the hoop on this conversation i don't think it was mike we'll we'll tell you what he said we'll talk about it on the other side
0: get more of drew and this is my show with coin club exclusively on the rvm network coin club members get a this is my show challenge coin an exclusive friday morning show for coin club members only automatic entry into show related sweepstakes and other in-studio bonuses plus members get access to all other premium content on the rvm network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com club.com.
2: And that's how Mike Pence got (laughs)
1: pink-eyed. Thank you, everybody. Have a good evening. All right, thank you, my friend. Tom Cunningham, everybody. Let's give him one more round of applause. Coming up next, we've got...
4: We've got Disco. Welcome to the stage. Good evening, everybody. Let me...
1: All right, welcome back. Let's keep at it. Let's keep at it, let's get into Mike Pence because the former vice president and rumored chronic masturbator, Mike Pence, weighed in on his former boss's indictment. Here's what the Hoosier Squeezer had to say. We've just got text, we'll unpack it as, as we go here. But I'll, I'll start here, I'll start with the first part. Today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. Putting himself over the Constitution, he says, Trump is being charged, essentially in all of those charges, with exercising his free speech and petitioning the government for redress. Right. <laughs> hardly, hardly unconstitutional. There, hardly. Hard, uh, okay, but let's continue. Let's continue with, with with what Pence had to say. He said. I will have more to say about the government's case after reviewing the indictment. The former president is entitled to the presumption of innocence. But with this indictment, his candidacy means more talk about January 6th and more distractions. But so you you go back to what he said first. And then he says, but I'm going to wait. Mike, you found him guilty in the first line of your. (laughs) By saying nobody's above the Constitution. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But I reserve judgment. I mean, stop it. Stop it. He continues. As Americans, his candidacy means less attention paid to Joe Biden's disastrous economic policies, afflicting millions across the United States and to the pattern of corruption with Hunter. That's correct. This incitement is a ruse to change the news cycle from Biden's corruption to orange mad bad, going back to what they've always leaned on. Something's going on. What do we do? Say something about Trump. Do something with Trump. Uh, that's that's exactly what this is. That's exactly what this is. This is, by the way, Mike, not an opportunity for you to to rise to the top. That's not going to happen, bro. Like, it's just, it's not going to happen. But let's continue on with his with his stuff. Then we can have more conversation about Mike. He said, our country is more important than one man. I agree with that. Our Constitution is more important than any one man's career. But the the one man that's being pursued by you and your Confederates to destroy the Constitution while you stand like a false prophet, casting guilt onto, I mean, the, the, here's the thing. How he's saying it is wrong. What he is saying, I'm always about. I'm, I'm, I'm more about country over party or candidate. 10 times out of 10. But how he's saying this here is not—is not the same way that I'm saying it.
2: No, it, it, it's not. He He's trying to come across as Trump is guilty, and we know that, and something must be done to keep him from running for president again. And it, it's, a, it's a weird, underhanded way—it's not really that underhanded, because he's coming right out and saying that— He's making the comparison that Trump—or he's coming out and saying Trump is guilty and Trump's pursuits to be president shouldn't supersede the Constitution or the rule of law. But what he's failing to realize is this case against Trump, Trump is a representative of every American citizen, of how out of control the country is right now as far as our judicial system goes and permanent Washington goes. He that's why everybody who is a Trump supporter or just a conservative is very concerned about what's happening, because right. if he can be railroaded like this, the average person doesn't stand a chance. And that's why so many of us are really worried that this is a sign that we've lost our country. Yeah. And we're we're no better than any third world country.
1: Yeah. No, it is so much bigger than Trump. It is so much bigger than him. It, it, it's it's well again. Let's continue on with this, but it, but it is that that is that is the concern that that that's where the pit in the stomach that came yesterday when these new indictments came down, knowing that they would come down. Still though, when it happened, it's like oh boy, I don't know if we can recover from this. Just don't. And, and in each event that happens in in D.C. Seems to have that same same response now of like I don't I don't think we can, I don't think we can. And some people would say, well, but we haven't gone off the edge yet, and that's true. So there's there's hope, and there's absolutely keep keep hope as long as you can. But progressively, what we keep seeing, it's not nothing's getting peeled back and going the the, the right direction. It just keeps stacking on and going the wrong direction. Anyways, continuing with what Mike Pence said, he continued with his 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 messaging and said on January 6th the former president former president Trump demanded that I choose between him and the constitution I chose the constitution and I always will look dude yeah you you were a useful idiot in the plot to make sure Trump wasn't reelected end of story the entire world knows it your sanctimonious tone Makes all the Americans that are out there listening and reading this kind of thing want to vomit. It's because we we can see who you are, yeah. And 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 you could see you, some people were fooled up until then with Pence, but ever since then you've seen exactly who he is. You've seen him for being a career politician, which which he was before, but it was more obvious. You've seen all the things he's come out and said. <clears throat> And, man, he is so out of touch with everyday, everyday Americans, everyday voters. He, he just has no connection with them whatsoever.
2: None. <laughs> I, I, whenever I hear him talk, he's just a, an empty vessel just saying words. To me, he's no better than, than Kamala Harris when he speaks because I don't believe a word that he says. To me, he's just, he's just an absolute liar, with yeah. no character or conviction, and he'll, he'll blow any way—he'll move any way the wind blows. Yeah, I, There's nothing about him that is genuine. He's contrived. I'm not even sure if he's a Christian or if he just came up with that to try and get votes. I'm sure that, you know, deep down, maybe, but I'm starting to even question his faith. I don't know. That's how
1: ungenuine
2: I think he is.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. When you lose trust— it's everything goes out the window. Trust, credibility, all those things go out the window. And it's really hard to get back. So he can he can rest on his laurels and and, and use the tone that he does to deliver his speeches. Lean on his faith, try and talk to the evangelical base and all of that. But you're, you're, you're right. I feel the same way. It's hard to know. Like, I don't know if that's you. Like, I don't know if that's you, because I, I think you're just playing a game. You're saying what people want to hear. You're just not very good or compelling at, at, at that either, so it's not even working for you. But once you—I mean, it's, it's like giving the government control over one of the gazillion things they're taking control over these days. You know, you look at digital currency, for example. Nothing bad will happen. No. I, no there's no trust left in the government. I assume everything bad will happen until proven otherwise. I'd love to be surprised, but that's how everyone feels. Uh, pe- people have that same feeling with Pence— Let's finish out his his statement here, though. He said, as your president, which is not going to happen, I will not yield an inch in defending America, our people, or our values. And I promise you, I will do so in a way consistent with my oath to the Constitution and the character and decency of the American people. We will restore a threshold of integrity and civility in public life so we can bring real solutions to the challenges plaguing our nation. Look. There. Let's cut to the chase here. We we can pick apart everything he said there. He he's not he's not the guy who could ever do this. But I don't know that there really is anyone. As long as Democrats walk the planet, there's no chance of integrity or civility in the United States. That sounds awful, but let's be real, guys. We're arguing about what words mean what science is these days we're arguing about what a woman is who can have periods we're arguing about stuff we hate each other and and the other side hates you and they hate our country so uh, that's civility is not returning it's just not i i wish that i wish that there was a rosier message no, there isn't.
2: We're seeing an ideological segregation in the United States where people moving from blue states who were conservatives or Republicans heading to red states. I- I'm one of those. The- there came a point where I just couldn't take it anymore in Los Angeles, in California with Gavin Newsom. I had to leave because none of my values matched with what was going on in California. And, it- and I was like, you know what? It's been real. The weather's been great. The wine's been great. The restaurants are great, but you've lost your mind yeah. when it, when it comes to some big issues for me, it's a deal breaker. I, I can't be around that. I can't be around that weird, dark energy that I felt there. I had to leave.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you did. Cause it's worked out well for all of us, but also just because it's the smart thing to do. If, if you can afford to, and you can get out of there, uh, it's, 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 it's smart. Cause I'm telling you, I didn't live in, in Los Angeles like you did, but I've been to lots of other uh, hell holes and it is different here. I mean, you can attest to it more than anyone. It's just for now, it is different here. I hope it stays that way. But here's what's remarkable about Pence. I mean, Pence's messaging is so off kilter. And and misses the mark. Somebody, I mean, this is a guy who was reasonably well respected during his vice presidency Not exciting. He was never exciting, but but he was not in he was not seen as an idiot like Kamala Harris, who we're going to talk about after the break, by the way. But he normally you're you're a quasi-successful VP under a very successful presidency. You're well positioned. Now, this is a different scenario because you're in this case running against your former superior and and president Trump. But my point is, is he 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 was this clean seemingly clean cut guy under a successful presidency where er- Americans won in terms of their their bank accounts, our national security, education, all that stuff. There was lots of wins foreign policy, lots of wins there. And this dude can't crack the top 5. <laughs> I mean, what what's that say about you Pence? No, no one likes you is what it says. Yeah. I mean, you've got Vivek's ahead of obviously DeSantis way ahead of you, then Vivek, then <clears throat> then Haley and Scott. I mean you're down there with the Chris Christie's of the world. That's bad. That's that's really bad. By the way, we had these these Philly steak cheese fries before the show today. So good. <laughs> Chris Christie I could see him bathing <laughs> in a bucket of these things. So not good for you, but they but they were really tasty. Um and I say tasty all the time now, it's Shafi's fault. This is tasty.
4: Well, Um, um, you you know, as he says here, as your president, I'll not yield an inch defending America, our people, or our values. And I promise you. And he goes on to talk more. But remember, a few weeks ago, when he said he doesn't, he's we're not his concern. Yeah, he he did. He (laughs) did say. So what's changed? That was
2: brilliant. That back to my original point. He just he doesn't seem. Authentic. No. There is nothing about yeah. him that is authentic. That's why he doesn't resonate with anybody, and that's why most conservatives and most Americans hate him like poison.
4: Yeah. I mean, does that look authentic to you?
2: No, he looks like a contrived, empty-headed... Guy. yeah he looks like your generic <laughs> elderly white man <laughs> yeah <laughs> if i was gonna draw it have ai come up with a generic elderly white man that would be it well yeah especially politician i mean yeah. that's
1: th- traditionally speaking that's what you'd expect and and for a long time that worked for a long time that worked i'm gonna say the right things i'm gonna have the right look and it will help me get some victories here and there and it did and it did for a while the country has changed, bro. Again, that the country used to like each other, too. That, that's not the case anymore. And the country is sick of people who who are looking out for themselves and not the country writ large. And that's how Mike Pence is seen, and, and that's how it's going to be seen. He has literally not a chance in hell of either winning the GOP primary or even being named a VP for anyone. It, it just is not going to go well for him.
2: Um, no, especially the fact that you know, he's rumored to be a chronic masturbator. I can't look at him without thinking about, you know, him just going to town on himself, squeezing every last out whenever he gets a chance.
4: <laughs> there it is, folks. There it Soaking is, there's in. the line. Fo- focus in on there. Thank you, Tom. Um, thank you. Yeah,
1: um, okay, let's, uh, let's take a break. <laughs> on that note. We'll talk about, uh, speaking of sexual stuff, we'll talk about Kamala on the other side, who got into climate change and anxiety among our youth. We'll share it with you after the break.
0: attention americans breaking news biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway don't be fooled it won't benefit you take action now the federal reserve phase deployment of fed now began on july 1st 2023 be prepared this may catch many off guard your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy
1: So America's political bicycle, because everyone's had a ride, Cam Cam uttered what seemed to be an actual coherent thought about climate anxiety. Here's what the mildly retarded VP had to say.
5: President Joe Biden and I, very proud to report this, have appointed more black women to be federal judges than any administration in history. This one? yeah. So you look at, for example, young voters. I've been traveling the country meeting with our young leaders who in particular are talking to me about the climate crisis. They turned me onto a term I had not heard before. I said, tell me how you all are thinking about the climate crisis. And they shared with me a term, climate anxiety. They're concerned about their future in, in almost a doomsday fear. About what might be within a couple of decades of now, they are concerned about whether they should have children, whether they should own even try to buy a home, because what does the future hold for that prospect?
1: Uh, you know, what's remarkable about this? You know, first of all, it's remarkable that that people are anxious about the climate, but but the fact that you've got Cam Cam and her buddies on the left who talk about it all the time, who don't realize that they are, in fact, the very reason that so many young people have anxiety with this and and so many other things. I mean, the the amount of fear that they push down on people all the time, the amount of bogus information they push down all the time for political gain. Of course, they. I mean, these younger generations are so weak as it is when you're just feeding all that shit into them. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Man, it's crazy
2: to me. Yeah, we were told that Florida would be underwater by 2015.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> we're doing pretty good. So far, so good. I mean, we, we've we been dealing with this stuff forever. We, talk, we I think we talked about it. Yet. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. They all kind of blend together. But it's it, it, we keep being told everyone's going to die. This is going to change. All of this is going to change because of climate change. Ta- but it's not. No, nothing has happened. The world's not ending because of climate change. It's ending because of... Democrats who are pushing climate change and their globalist cabal of communists, the push for all these climate initiatives has nothing to do with weather. Everything to do with control. Democrats have replaced God with climate and that's why we see this never-ending parade of weather evangelists and crusaders. It all started with the coming ice age. Then it was acid rain, followed by a hole in the ozone layer, remember that one? Then global warming, then that didn't work. Had to rebrand, so now it's the final stage, the all-encompassing climate change. The fake existential crisis has been manufactured, and it's changed so many times, been rebranded so many times over the last 50 years. And yet, here we are. We were all supposed to be gone. The warnings just keep getting pushed. The verbiage keeps getting pushed, so they continue to use it as an umbrella, as top cover for them getting more control. I mean, they were, remember we were sorting garbage. That was supposed to help. (laughs) Some of you are still doing the whole recycling thing. Guys, they put it all in the same fucking pile. (laughs) It literally just makes people money in waste management, really wealthy. It gives other people jobs, union jobs, all of this stuff. I mean, it's, it's crazy. And I'm not saying that some things don't change with the climate. I'm just saying what they're telling you about it is all bullshit. Right.
2: And part of the whole recycling thing, one of the master strokes of genius that they had with it was a different recycling bins and then putting it out on the curb. That way your neighbors could see if you were recycling. And then that forced you. You didn't want to be shamed by your neighbors for not recycling. And that forced you to start sorting garbage. That to me was one of the masterful strokes of the the, the whole recycling fad that we went
4: through. That started the separation. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and going back to what you had talked about, how all these climate crusaders have replaced God with climate. People want to believe in something. They want to believe that there's a higher power, and so that so when they live their lives on Earth, they they can have something to look forward to. Right. And and for the longest time, God was always in the equation for a lot of people. And wh- however you lived on Earth was for you to to make sure that when it, when it came time for judgment day that you would be judged in a positive light that shift has now taken over to science where science has replaced god and in this specific case it's the uh, climate science right and the way that everything is set up with this whole climate cult it's a religion if you break down the everything all the tenets of the climate so-called climate crisis it mirrors an actual religion. That's
1: that's a good point. It, it, it's it's definitely it's it's cultish for sure. But it's yeah, I mean that's that's true. I mean you you break it down that way, it is. And 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 their steadfastness to it. Yeah, and you're an apostate if yeah.
2: you disagree with them. There's no room. It, it's it's like radical Muslims. You can't have a discussion with them. About what the Quran says, or else the label is an apostate and chop your head off. Yeah, that's yeah. the same thing that we're seeing with the climate folks. But fortunately for us, right now at this moment, they're not beheading anybody.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can tell you, I've seen that. You don't. You don't want that coming here. Uh, speaking of the cackling mattress, she also dropped some pearls of wisdom when it came to race and judges. Here was that clip. We started it earlier. Let's watch it now.
5: President Joe Biden and I very proud to report this, have appointed more black women to be federal judges than any administration in history, including the first black woman ever to sit on the highest court in our land.
1: (laughs) Thanks to the communists, our country has literally come full circle. We have—the Democrats have reinstated segregation. Jim Crow laws into America all under the guise of equity. Uh, you guys, I mean, judge appointments are based purely on race and gender these days. you just celebrated it. Yeah, which is sad because that can be your
2: your your thought going into it. Right. But once you say it and put it out there and then you hire somebody for that job, th- that even if that person had, like, the best career and the best resume ever, they have that taint. That right. that stink to them that they only got that because of their race and gender, yeah. which is if I was that person, it would be very upsetting to me. Saying, "Oh, so the only reason why I got this job are for immutable qualities that I have n- no no agency over." Right.
1: No, absolutely. I th- I think it's extremely insulting, belittles it so much. I always bring up the Rooney Rule with the NFL. You got it. You got to interview. X amount of black individuals for the head coaching positions. And then if they get that, that's hanging over your head. Did I get this because I was better than that guy? It came down to me and a white joker over here. Or did I get it because of that? You don't want that. Just you eliminate all of that stuff. And America, whether it's a football team or a Supreme court judge gets the best candidate. If you do it based on merit, it's not hard. It's not hard. You identify, by the way, that we don't have a white supremacist problem in this country you get rid of those that would be a nice first step because we don't but if you end up just hiring people here's the thing you're going to solve this problem too because there are so many talented people of different ethnicities colors you name it out there we've all met them we've all worked with them Whether whether they're African American whether they're Indian whether they're Pakistani you name what doesn't matter are you the best the job is yours Assuming you're not a douchebag and you can work with other people, because that that plays into it, too. I don't care about your degrees or your technical skills. Do you have those things and you can work well or you can lead if it's the, a job that requires that? That's that's a, a lost, lost thing these days. But, yeah, I mean, it, it is. They have brought back. These are the people who, who love segregation, always have. They've brought back wanting to put people on lists in America I mean, they're vile, vile people. But then they have the gall to stand up there and be like, we're doing it. We're bringing back equality and justice. No, you're not. (laughs) The hell you are. It's the exact opposite. But they literally, that's what pisses me off. They literally can get away with doing something and then saying they're doing the opposite smile and the audience claps. And oh my gosh, that was amazing. But that's not what they're doing. And it's clear.
2: I wish it worked that way for us. Right. And then Republicans write a strongly worded letter. Right. In response. (laughs) That's the pushback that we get from our side. We get a mean tweet from uh, Kevin McCarthy or a strongly written letter.
1: Yeah. I promise I'm going to do something (laughs) till I don't. Because I won't. You know I won't because we're all feckless losers. Uh, It's ridiculous. Let's let well, we need like 42 parties at this point. I used to be anti that. Let's just let's get a bunch of them, get yeah. a bunch of them, have everyone fight it out. I'm going to found the Florida man party. Let's do it. <laughs> everyone, everyone else needs to experience Florida man. It's it's so unique. It's it's not all great, but it's unique. It's it's something it's something they don't have everywhere. I mean, can you imagine Amish country seeing Florida man? Oh, yeah. That would be, <laughs> uh, you know that there's an Amish community in Florida? I didn't. Yeah,
2: outside of Sarasota. It's either Mennonite or Amish, but they came down in the uh, late 1800s to farm for celery, which, being a celery farmer, I never even thought of.
1: I was just going to (laughs) say, who gets into farming for celery? Of all the things you can do.
2: Yeah, exactly. And believe it or not, the soil wasn't good enough for to harvest celery, so they started making furniture.
1: We also have the midgets from The Wizard of Oz here.
2: Oh yeah, in uh, Gibsonton, Florida. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, to? but
1: Penny Farms. Oh, Penny Farms. Right. I think it's Penny Farms. I don't know. I don't know if we can call them midgets anymore either. But little whatever. people. Yeah. It's whatever. It is what it is. Uh, okay, we're gonna take a break. Didn't know we had Amish here. Uh, we we've got all sorts of weird shit in Florida. Yeah, you go into the central part of Florida.
2: And it's it's Pinecraft, Florida, in case you're on vacation and want to experience an Amish community. Amish community. community. They're,
4: they're both Amish and Mennonite. I'm looking it up now. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're both. Yeah. yeah, Pinecraft. Yeah. I love bundling boards. I mean, that's I <laughs> it's a great tradition.
1: <laughs> Come down and meet Jedediah Yoder. <laughs> Get a rocking chair. Uh, Well, you know what? We should get some rocking chairs for out front. We need better chairs for for having cigars out front. Field trip to Pinecraft. (laughs) Pinecraft. We're doing it. I'll get the trizzlers. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got George Soros, who's almost dead. He's not quite yet, but he is wreaking havoc, has wreaked havoc in our country across the planet. His son is coming up next with Alex Soros, who's arguably going to be worse, according to a lot of people, which is super concerning. But you've got Papa Soros who's targeting Texas, wants to flip the state of Texas. We'll talk about what he's doing. We'll talk about what a big deal that would be on the other side of this break.
0: Today, to get your free wealth protection guide, this guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary, there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.
6: When I met my husband, Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. Now he's in his 80s, and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at Sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores, and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids.
3: I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s.
6: I've started doing this too, and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger, and my body looks leaner, and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it. It'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video.
0: Watch the video. You won't believe how simple it is.
1: shall we yes because one of the world's most beloved supervillains has reared his saggy mole-invested face again i'm talking george soros and this time he has his sights set on flipping texas to communists like we're seeing in so many other parts of the country and make no mistake about it there are no more democrats and republicans we uh, we've talked about it already again today talk about it damn near every day we now Live in a time for communists and freedom seekers. It's us versus them. You want freedom? You want to do things your way? Do things the old school American way? Or you're going along with this other bullshit? Anyways, getting to Texas, getting to what he's doing. Here's what the communist corpse is planning. According to Federal Election Commission filings released this week, on Monday of this week, George Soros' Democracy Pack 2 didn't know that PACs had sequels
4: has the sequel
1: <laughs> has provided $750,000 to the Texas Majority Pack during the year's first half meanwhile the Texas Majority Pack state filings show that the group raised $752,000 uh, just over $752,000 during that time soros has financially propelled the group Texas Majority Pack has maneuvered in the shadows and virtually no information about the group is available online Texas incorporation records show It registered in late 2022, specifically December of 2022, and its website doesn't appear in search engines engines like Google, but can be found at TexasMajorityPack.com. Even so, there are little details about the shadowy communist terror cell, which is essentially what it seems like and how it seems like it's operating. The group is looking to fill at least three positions on the progressive job site Gain Power which includes the grants manager position, San Antonio programs manager, and Dallas-Fort Worth programs manager. So if any any of you guys are looking for a <laughs> job with a a company or an organization that's trying to hostily take over the state of Texas, uh, there you go. You're welcome. But those postings shed a faint light on its operation, saying it will work to beef up left-wing pipelines across Texas to chip away at Republican strongholds. How the group will function... Who it will partner with for its mission remains unclear, but its midyear financial report shows that it spent 600000 between January and June of 2023, which includes large amounts to left-wing consultants, large amounts for travel, subscription services, and other operational items. Additionally, the group's financial filings reveal it is an affiliated nonprofit or has an affiliated nonprofit arm called Texas Majority. State records show the nonprofit was incorporated one day before the Texas Majority PAC in December 2022. The Texas Majority Pack wired $11,600 in charitable contributions to Texas Majority, uh, the nonprofit this year, according to the records. Like the PAC, its nonprofit has remained in the shadows. So if all this to say, there's some shady stuff going on there, as is usually the case with Soros. And Democrats, and
2: Democrats, we're seeing that with Biden and right. all his shell company. Nothing they ever do is transparent. That, and if somebody is not transparent with their, especially in politics or in business, they're up to no good, and right. that should be red flags for everybody. No, I agree,
1: hundred yeah, percent. I mean, lay it out there. It's not hard if, if, if you're not doing devious stuff. There, there's no reason not to lay it out there, but that's 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 the way that this this world works these days. But. But here, I mean, you, you see this happening. You see all this money being moved between these different shell organizations, right? And we know how Soros works. We know his end game. We've seen what he's done with attorney generals across the, the, the large metropolitan areas. And not just large anymore. They got Green Bay this past year or this past election cycle. Smaller ones, too. But you can see what they're trying to do in Texas. And there's been, look, Texas is Texas, It's been a a conservative stronghold for a long-ass time. I'm not suggesting it's going to flip, per se, but you have seen some chipping away in certain areas of the state. On the whole, still very red, white, and blue conservative America. But if they were to flip Texas in this hypothetical scenario, it would be a massive victory, demoralizing blow for our country. That's a tough one to come back from. If, if Soros and the radical left are able to do that, because, I mean, for as long as we've been around, whether you're from there or from somewhere else, we've all seen Texas as this iconic state that embodies all of the great qualities of the American spirit, individualism, that can-do attitude, a love of God, love of family, love of country, love of football. Praise Jesus. The antithesis. <laughs> Of, of left-wing communist philosophy they, they, they are at stark contrast to each other but Soros has a lot of money, Soros has a lot of influence the country writ large across across all states is changing rapidly this would be a and again I'm not saying it's going to happen hold out Texans, do the right thing you always have Keep doing it. Find ways to push back against against this awful, villainous douchebag. But if it does fall, <sighs> that's a blow. Right.
2: The, to me, the, the bright side uh, of Texas is can be distilled in Waco, Texas. When I went down there and I had a meeting with um, the sheriff of McLennan County, where Waco is, Parnell McNamara. Ooh. The people of Waco found themselves with a Soros-appointed district attorney, and they were going, what is going on? Right. And Sheriff McNamara had worked for the Marshal Service for over 60 years or 50 years and had been retired, and the people of Waco are like, we got to get this son of a bitch out of office. So they begged Sheriff McNamara to run so he could get this prosecutor out of office, and they succeeded in doing it. So we always talk about working on, working uh, at, at your local level to exact change. That, that, to me, was one of the biggest victories that I've seen a community do, pulling together, putting all their efforts behind to get their, their sheriff, who we talked about before, get behind your sheriff in your community that is going to stand up for you and run these people out of town. We're at the point now where these Soros-backed prosecutors come in or anybody affiliated with the Democrat Party that's getting money from any kind of source or organization, you need to let them know, as Maxine Waters said, you're not wanted and make a stink and get them out of your community.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because because once you give them a foothold, it's it, it's over. Or and or it's at least going to be way more difficult. It's like a bug problem, a rodent problem, anything. You gotta get it early on, or it's like God forbid cancer. You've got to catch this stuff early on, or it spreads until it's it's too late. The, you you've got to do that. That is a great example. Thank you for bringing that up. It's 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 how you push back there, and hopefully that's the spirit that you've got. And I think it is in in most of the state, but but again, there's some areas of the state that are more susceptible, more vulnerable to to the Democrats and and the stuff they're pushing. And if you can get those areas turned get those areas to kind of incrementally spread into other areas that's where you run I mean the the strongholds the conservative strongholds in Texas of which there are many are are less likely to to go crumbling right away it's it's kind of the war of attrition right it's death by a thousand cuts it's how can we strategically get wins even some wins that people aren't paying attention to and then have enough momentum to kind of have that spread further right and unfortunately the the Democrat
2: strongholds have become Austin, San Antonio, Houston, Dallas. I'm not sure about Fort Worth. Fort Worth has always been one of my favorite places in Texas, and I'm hoping that it's holding strong and they're not getting, getting the rot uh, of this this communism that's infecting all over the United States and primarily Texas, which Texas is such a big scalp for, uh, for the communists to get that it would, as you said, would be so demoralizing for the rest of us to see Texas fall
1: would be heartbreaking. Well, it would show that anyone can fall, right? Cause Florida, made a big swing and in, into being that much more of a conservative state. It wasn't too long ago that it was considered purple. I would, I would say it was more of a red than a purple, but now it's according to voter registration and all of that very red but that can change quick. It would be far less shocking to see Florida go back the other way than to see Texas fall. Uh, te- te- Texas is the—it's on the pedestal. It, and there's states that are more—I mean, you could say, well, South Dakota or Mississippi or Wyoming are more conservative states writ large, and that's true. But But they don't have the— the aura that you know, there's no, there's no legendary status the like swag. Texas has. Yeah, I mean Texas is Texas. So. Yeah,
2: Sam Houston and Sam Bowie. Yeah, there's a knife made after the guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, named
4: after him. Uh, I drove through there on my our move out here, and there's literally the biggest Bowie knife. I think it's in the Guinness World Records. Like in the middle of the town, the of the it's town. so awesome. I love it.
2: You know, you have Davy Crockett telling the House of Representatives, "You can, you all can go to hell. I'm going back to Texas." That's the Texas attitude that we all expect from every Texan. We don't expect them not to know what a woman is.
1: Right. Yeah. No. Ex- exactly. It's just it's just different. It's 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 the Hulk Hogan or the whatever you know. It, big big star big big face that that everyone doesn't want to see go down um hopefully it doesn't succeed but i tell you what soros is involved everywhere when he really sinks his teeth and 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 more specifically his money into things a lot of problems happen so let's let's not do it you've got uh, did you put this up earlier yeah i was waiting for you to call it out so yeah. so i mean greg abbott said this i you know greg abbott tends to be a little bit more establishment for me but but I hope I hope the sentiment in his tweet or his ex is right here. He says George Soros thinks he can buy Texas. We aren't for sale. I believe that. Deep down I believe that. There's like a little little piece of me that's like, ah, I'm not sure though. I'm not sure. Just because there's a lot of things I used to be very sure of in this country and they keep getting flipped on their heads, so so I, I don't <laughs> I used to be really confident in a lot of things. I'm not that <laughs> confident in anything. <laughs> anymore
2: but you still gotta believe in that texas spirit man remember Hell yeah remember in 96 the the disaster on mount everest and the anesthesiologist uh beck weathers from texas was left for dead multiple times with with no gloves and no no hat and he's like fuck this i'm getting off this mountain and kept walking back and kept being left for dead that to me just embodies the way texans are and the sort of I wouldn't say like a giant reverence but I think most Americans most men who are Americans look at Texans as a different breed of like they're total alpha males and it's like you want to drink beer with them I I find that men in Florida and men in Texas are like kindred spirits when it comes to dude stuff
1: Yeah I think so too a different but 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 yeah I agree I agree the Texans have a have a better aura we're kind of a weird mosh of people right (laughs) we've got florida man we're in the south but we're really not like southern because we've got the beach vibes going it's different like it's just a different thing but it's great i mean i love i love florida to death there's a reason we're here but um but yeah i mean texas texas takes the cake when it comes to that uh it just they have such an
2: iconic identity you see a guy in a cowboy hat and a freshly
1: pressed wrangler shirt You know he's from Texas. Yeah, hell yeah, (laughs) Texas Panhandle's digging everything we're talking. We're talking about a state. Uh, We do have to move on from this. (laughs) Sorry, Texas, but but uh, love your state. Fight hard for it. It's worth it. Uh, We're going to talk on the other side about Africa again. And 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 some people probably just tuned out. As I said, oh, I don't care about Africa. You should. You should. We are so bad in this country about not caring about stuff overseas. We've never cared about Africa the people in africa the re if if you want to make it just more selfish and and not about people the resources in africa and and that and some of the alliances are what we're going to talk about because there's some crazy stuff happening over there right now and we're getting cut out of something else yet again let's let's talk about it but let's do it after the break
0: attention americans breaking news Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protect from Biden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's Protect From Biden.com.
1: Welcome back. Yesterday, we talked about the instability in West Africa and mainly the coup that is, is ongoing in Niger. Well, France, fast forward, uh, really just as, as the show was going on, a whole lot more stuff was happening. France is now evacuating all French nationals from the country as Niger becomes chummy with Russia. We talked about that friendship, that new alliance yesterday. Meanwhile, as that's happening in Burkina Faso, does anyone know the name of the capital, by the way? I
2: do. I've been there. Tom? Awagadougou. Awagadougou.
1: <laughs> you watch your I, mouth. I can't spell it, but it's, <laughs> it's
2: pronounced Awagadougou.
1: Well, in Awagadougou, you have Burkina Faso's new president, Captain Ibrahim uh, Chirori. Uh, that's how I'm saying his name. That's, that's, that's his new name now. Uh, had some choice words for America, France, and other presidents in West Africa, here's the dashing warlord's message. C'est ça une famille aussi ça que la Russie est une famille aussi pour l'Afrique. C'est une
5: famille parce que nous avons la même histoire. La Russie a consenti d'énormes sacrifices pour libérer le monde du nazisme pendant la Seconde Guerre mondiale.
7: Les peuples africains nos grands-pères ont été déportés de force aussi pour aider l'Europe
1: à se débarrasser du nazisme. All right, so we'll leave him speaking there. And he, I mean, he honestly, he is just, a, he's a handsome man. I mean, as he's coming in and burning your village, you're kind of like getting one last glance, like, okay. Um, but, but more importantly, after the coup in Niger and the removal of the French-backed president, the West African Organization. Ecowas, E-C-O-W-A-S, which is under the full control of the United States and France, announced that it would attack Niger. Yesterday, Mali, Burkina Faso, Mali, Burkina and Guinea jointly declared that the attack on Niger is an attack on all of them and that they will intervene militarily. But the most interesting part is Algeria's statement that it will also intervene militarily if Niger is attacked. Today, the chief of staff of the Algerian army arrived in Moscow for a meeting with Shoigu. Algeria is likely to receive heavy weapons from Russia and Iran through its ports. The USA and France have confirmed that they support military intervention by Ikhawas. I don't know if I'm saying that right either, but that's what I'm going with. Confirming that they are creating a new war <laughs> and, and, and something that would look like Syria and Ukraine recent examples. The same scheme worked for them when they destroyed Libya, but today, Niger has powerful support, so it is, it is a game-changing thing. Why does this all matter? Burk- well, first of all, because we're getting into another conflict and going to have, have, have people and, and, and whatnot in harm's way, as well as agents and assets, all of that. But Burkina Faso and Niger have both suspended exportation of uranium to the United States and France. That is not happening anymore. The ECOWAS union is like NATO, backed by the US. If that coalition f- falls, Russia seizes control over West Africa. West Africa will become a communist stronghold and China will continue as they have been to strip mine and exploit all natural resources, natural resources in the area. So th- there's some j- all this to say. Most people don't know the—and I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not the foremost expert on Africa. My time was all Middle East, South Asia. But I'm familiar with a lot of the groups there because we have a lot of people working in and around the area, we'll just say. But you've got a very hostile situation that's changing by the minute with big stakeholders, stakeholders meaning the United States and France, stakeholders, Russia and China— taking opposite ends and war war drums at least beating there as coups are happening people are saying we're attacking if you attack this is going to happen and by the way as all that's happening united states you're not getting uranium anymore right which is which is a big deal we keep we we're getting kicked in the nuts in so many places right now it's 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 terrifying, but it's it's but it's astonishing, it's important. It's important to understand all of this. Our dollars losing value. We're losing key strategic uh relationships. We're losing key strategic minerals. And 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 as we're doing that, guess who's winning? Our biggest enemies, Russia and China. So we're getting kicked to the curb. We're getting drawn into another potential conflict. We just told you earlier this week we're sending military aid, three hundred forty-five million dollars worth, to Taiwan now. So we're getting into like a seventy-two front war, <laughs> with nothing in reserves, no 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 troops at home, and then we're also losing all these this this, this these these uh, uranium in this case, which is of great strategic value to us.
2: Bye bye. Right, and that's going to go to places like China, Russia. And Iran. Do you think for one second that Burkina Faso and Niger are going to give a second thought to selling uranium to Iran? No, of course, of course they're not. Right. Uh, Disco, if you put back up that, put the graphic back up. Um, Algeria is also very important. um, If that falls as well or uh, joins the union with Mali, Niger, Burkina Faso, and Guinea, that has. Numerous amounts of French military bases there. Yeah, that will throw that entire country I- into a weird sort of tailspin. I mean, that's where the the French Foreign Legion is has bases there. The you know we've heard about that for years, but this the Akawas countries down uh, down on the coast there, starting with Nigeria. Nigeria, they've got two. There are two main sources of income, two biggest uh, businesses, are oil production and kidnapping. There is so much oil production that goes on in Nigeria, especially down in in, uh, Port uh, Port Harcourt. You've got Exxon's down there. You've got Shell. You've got all the major players are down there with refineries, and then Togo and Benin or other former French colonies, which also Togo and Benin is where the genesis of voodoo comes from that was brought to the Caribbean. And then Ghana, uh, Liberia. Liberia is the only one that, of course, has American connection to it because Liberia was established after the Civil War for slaves who wanted to go back to Africa. That was the country that uh, James Monroe had carved out to repatriate any slaves that wanted to head head back but if 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 war breaks out in that region it's going to be one of the bloodiest things that the planet has ever seen before because when war civil war broke out in liberia in 1994 that was one that was one of the craziest civil wars of all time because you had all kinds of different factions fighting each other. That's when I don't know if you remember General Buck naked. Yeah. And then the militia would, that would go around with AKs totally naked, painted white, killing people at night. We also had the people who dressed in women's lingerie. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So you have all these different little militias fighting each other, going into these villages, doing all kinds of horrific things. And what the people in Burkina Faso, Niger and Mali and some in Nigeria, their common enemy is Boko Haram. Boko Haram has taken big chunks of these countries and these people have gotten little to no support from the U.S. or any other Western allies to help them in their fight against radical Islam with Boko Haram in those countries. And so now since we've left, there's always, there's always a, a void when the United States pulls out of something or, or, doesn't assist like they used to and in comes China and Russia to assist them and saying, okay, you need some help. You want to go kill some Boko Haram? Right. We got your back. Yeah. But we're going to need more uranium, more lithium, and we're also going to need oil. And if we can help you overthrow Nigeria, that's what we'd really like. Yeah. We'd like to get our teeth into Nigeria.
1: Yeah. No, there's there's so much to be gained in that. Everyone looks down their nose at so many of the countries there. There's so much to be gained. Uh, and there's uh, – so uh, this is going to be interesting. There's a lot that has changed uh, over time, for sure, yes. But literally this week – the amount of stuff that's happening. And, and as you're saying, the, the, the stakes are high there. If this if this were to, to, to actually go into full-on war between those countries, battle lines are drawn, it would be nasty. Nasty indeed. So we will keep an eye on it. We're probably one of the only shows uh, in conservative media talking about the the inner workings uh, and, and coups and wars in Africa. But again, it's important. It's important. I love just one comment earlier that Mudcat said. What did you say, Mudcat? France is the Mike Pence of Europe. Weak and pompous that asses. That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> Mudcat coming strong to the hoop. I love it. I love it. Uh, okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've still got plenty to get to. We're going to get to some more Trump stuff later, but we got to hit on some more Russia stuff. Let's stay international because you had NATO airspace that was breached of course, the, the war pigs are excited about this. You had some Russian helicopters who went across into Polish airspace. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about how things continue to just ramp up there, too, when they they shouldn't. They shouldn't, but, but they are. That's all coming
0: up. Stay with us. Get more of Drew. And this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com.
6: When I met my husband, Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. Now he's in his 80s and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores, and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids.
3: I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s.
6: I've started doing this too, and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger, and my body looks leaner, and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it. It'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video.
8: Watch the video. You won't believe how simple it is. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about
7: this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company.
8: Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance combating this man-made disaster.
1: Continues, which it's supposed to. I mean, it's supposed to continue for another hour and a half. It's Uh, like it's a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) We're
4: going. (laughs) We're doing
1: it. Uh, Let's stay overseas. You've got two Belarusian uh, helicopters that flew into Polish airspace, sparking concern that Russia may be thinking, according to some, of invading another country. I'd, I'd slow your roll there. Seems like this flight is more of just like a middle finger, more of a statement than a, an intention or an indication of some kind of further escalation on the side of the Russians. But it, it comes after multiple, three kamikaze drone attacks, to be specific, in Moscow. And of course, when, when people see this, the, the, you see any kind of incursion, a stray rocket, or in this case, some, some, some aircraft that fly into NATO airspace, across NATO uh, air, air, airlines there, people start thinking okay is this it is this it are we invoking article 5 because you crossed the line well no i don't think we are at this point but the, but here's the thing when you have these types of events they get spun out of control you're going to have people in dc saying see they're going for more putin's going for more i told you he's going to invade europe no he's not like he would have done it by now and you're going to have the dc war pigs so who are going to call this a provocative action that will justify more in american involvement more american money more american personnel in ukraine all of that and you guys they didn't need this for that to happen they're going to keep doing that no matter what they're going to if they don't have stuff like that they'll fabricate stuff like that but putin think think of think of putin's situation this is what i feel like no one keeps doing we do here, and I think you guys do in the audience because you're here. And if you don't, you at least you, you hear it here on the show. But no one is putting themselves in his shoes. They they just aren't. Well, I mean, what he he's pissed off because as he should be. The Kremlin's been attacked with drones. Didn't su- succeed. They were shot down just before. But now you've had buildings in in Moscow kamikaze drone strikes that are happening there. and and he's frankly showing restraint there's been some feisty rhetoric there's been people saying that there's going this is going to lead to nuclear war but what would we do if iran was flying drones into condos on south beach maybe south beach is a bad example some people might be like "Eh, (laughs) What, what, what would we do if it was flying drones into some other beach that everyone happens to like I'm pretty sure that we'd be angry, pretty sure there'd be some sort of military response.
2: Right? Oh, There would definitely be some sort of military response, just like we saw after the uh, bombing of the outside uh, Karzai Airport, where Biden decided to murder seven children. Yeah. So the the response would not necessarily be proportional to the attack. But there would be some sort sort of response, because Americans would demand that. Americans would be going, what are we doing? We just, we just got attacked by somebody, and you're sitting on your hands and letting them get away with this? They're trying to kill our people. Are you going to do anything to defend us? Right.
1: Yeah. I, I love the reference that you always bring up, by the way, of the, the drone strike. Because it is such a perfect picture of this administration and how broken they are. We got to do something. Kill someone over there exactly we'll we'll say we'll say it was it was the isis k leader who was responsible for this attack was it no i have no idea who lives there just just, i'm just saying blow up that fucking house over there as
4: long as we say it was a success they'll
1: believe us yes it was isis k
4: well (laughs) it was two
2: guys and five kids yeah pretty sure it's not who were like loading water or something into into a pickup truck at the time of the drone strike
1: yep brilliant (laughs) You did it, guys. You did it. Um, well, anyways, we're, we're going to see stuff like this, continued escalation. There was reports of additional explosions in Moscow uh, shortly after the other kamikaze footage that we showed you. Not sure if, if they're valid or not, so we haven't shown them since. But the point being is, as Ukraine has said, Zelensky has said, the war is coming to Russia. That's a horrible idea. That is a horrible idea. And because it's a horrible idea, I totally believe it's going to happen. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean that's that's where we're going. If if you want to keep it forever, we're going we're going and and get it kind of into that next phase. You've got to actually go to the source and really get them mad, so then we can say, "See what Putin did." Even though Putin's doing something in response to what we did, you see how it all goes here. It's not going anywhere good. Uh, let's real quick. Let's just hit on this. There's not much information on it, but. Apparently, over the last hour, a U.S. Senate building was being evacuated after reports uh, reports of a possible active shooter. Haven't seen too much else come in on it. I've seen people leaving the building, of course, panicking. But we'll we'll keep an eye on that as the show is is going on and and see if if anything comes of it. Obviously, uh, you don't want that, even though everyone who serves in the Senate building is a douchebag. uh, You don't want to see undue harm to to any uh, american citizens there so we'll see what's what's going on there um <clears throat> you know what I, I
2: just have to say when you said that we don't want you don't want to see any undue harm to u.s citizens and i agree with you and i and i think that should be the mentality of all americans but unfortunately the douchebags that work in that building never see it that way they always see it as an opportunity to if you're a democrat as a gun grabber and saying it's never they never come up with any kind of like heartfelt sort of uh, moral way of looking at things like all of us should look everything is for them is seen through the uh, the prism of politics which is really sad because most of us feel the same way that you just articulated. We don't want to see any kind of bloodshed. Yeah. And we don't want to see anybody harmed. But it's not its not reciprocated by those fools. No. That's the part that I really, really struggle with.
1: I do, too. Well, and here's the thing. I don't want to see that. I say it all the time. I mean it. I wouldn't say it. You guys know I say pretty much <laughs> whatever I think. But, I, but I'll say this. I, I don't want that. I don't want there to be violence in the streets. I also don't want to unify with the other side. I, I do not want to repair this. I have no intention or desires to repair things because I hate them because they hate us. I tried not to hate them as they hated us. It's it's too late for that. But I still don't. Again, I don't want, I don't want some of these awful leaders on the left or the right, to to have miserable existence. To an extent, I do, but. <laughs> But, you know, I'm not rooting for Mitch McConnell to essentially die in front of a podium or, or Joe to do all the things he does in terms of his cognitive and his, his health. He's an awful person. He deserves to be in prison. He should die in prison. But I, 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 at the same time, not not c- celebrating or hoping for some awful stuff. I just want to figure out a way for our country to to get back on its feet. But here's the thing as you're saying Tom all this to say the other side doesn't reciprocate but if it ever gets nasty i promise the 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 anger and the vengeance from from the other side will be there we've we've shown grace for so long and it's not wishing upon people but it's like okay but if you're gonna if you're gonna kick that door over yeah you better be ready for what's there because we, we try to be nice about it. And that niceness is is taken for assumed to be, oh, that's a, that's a pushover. It's like, that's not how it's going to work. You've got a bunch of veterans in this country, prior law enforcement, prior intel who have seen and done some crazy ass shit who are also showing restraint because that's who they are. But it, that doesn't last forever. It doesn't last forever, and, and and I'm telling you, it's that's that's the danger of the path that our country's on. Is you think, oh, it's it's not going to change. It's not going to change. See, they don't fight back. Let's just keep taking it over. Eventually, it will, and you don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to have to to take part in that. I don't want to have to be the other guy that's inside of here. Like, let's just let's just not do that. How about how about we just don't do it? Let's go get a beer together.
2: Well, I'm not necessarily together, because yeah. they would yeah. you know, be a white claw in a beer or
4: something. It would be a, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an update from the New York Times. They're saying that a call came in. Uh, the <clears throat> Capitol Police have yet to find any confirm- confirmation of shots fired or the gunmen, so they're still investigating. They're still telling everyone to shelter in place or if they've evacuated to stay out. But so far, like they haven't found any. They haven't like the capital place a long time. Yeah. To find something. But so they, but they're just saying, you know, right now they're saying, you know, it this could be a bad call. Like uh, someone called in, but there was really nothing. Yeah. But they're going to keep investigating to see if there's still anything, forward to that. Another
2: so. left wing hoax crime.
4: Yep. Yep.
1: We'll see. We shall see. Um, <clears throat> okay. We're we're gonna. Uh, we're we're gonna get to a break here in a second. We're gonna talk on the other side though about something none of you thought we'd talk about today. <laughs> well, first
2: of all, it, it's West African politics. Well, that's the
1: yeah. <laughs> so second thing. No. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see West African politics and and potential civil war happening there. Not civil war per se, regional war. Uh, but we're gonna talk about light bulbs. And again, you're like, this is the time where I'm leaving. I'm leaving on this break because I don't want to talk about light bulbs. But you kind of do, don't you? You kind of want to talk about light bulbs. We're going to talk about it because the left wants to take some of your light bulbs from you. See, now I got you. Now you're like, those sons of bitches, you're not taking anything. Don't tread on me, and instead of a snake, it's a light bulb. They are taking them. <laughs> they are taking them. That's actually a great idea for a shirt. What are the nice um, old light bulbs? Those old Edison-looking bulbs? Yeah. Edison one? yeah, I guess it's just the, the Edison not bulb. In, yeah, the yeah. incandescent yeah. lights.
2: Yeah. Like the one that you see in cartoons where somebody has an idea and it pops up over yes. their head. Yeah.
1: Yes, I'd like to see that. About, like, Can we figure out how to? Maybe we just hang it above
4: your your seat. <laughs> Ding! Ding. <laughs> Anytime he wants to talk, it turns on. <laughs> yeah tom has got an idea. (laughs) Okay, we'll talk about why
1: the left is coming for them, how the left is coming for them, all of that after this break.
0: We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. 287-2465 act swiftly
1: 833-287-2465 Okay, welcome back we got the chat. Drew loves to keep us pissed off, laugh out loud, says so Barb. <laughs> I know. You know, here's the thing. Well, that's part of the reason we do some of our shorts and stuff like that. Some of the shorts meaning videos, we're always wearing shorts because it's Florida and it's hot as balls here. But but we do some of the other stuff to to keep things silly and lighthearted because the problem is when you talk about the news and politics and policy and all of that for a living i don't know why i do it in the first place it used to be way more fun just hunting other humans (laughs) but but it is it's depressing but again you gotta know you gotta know what's out there i know i know i I know that you're on on board with that but man it is it's it's crazy to to see all the stories see all that's happening and see how many people are willing to just let it happen it's wild such as kind of the thing that we're going to get into now here we love We uh, love—we don't love talking about it, but the Democrats love taking things, right? They love robbing everyone of joy, first and foremost. You cannot have fun. Cannot have fun. They would never work in this work environment here. It would be way too casual for them, way too fun, way too many manly drinks, because we don't do mixers here. Now, when you guys come for the in-studio extravaganza, the bartender will get whatever the hell you want because you're our guest, but— but, but other people, not so much. I digress, though. To the story. The Energy Department rules, which date back to the Obama administration, have been scuttled in the political process for years. Some conservatives and Republican lawmakers long denounced them for interfering with consumer choice and placing undue burdens on business. Under Donald Trump, the Energy Department scrapped them. That was in 2019. However, as we all know, something went awry in the 2020 election Joe Biden came into office in the Biden administration, subsequently revived said absurd policies. The rules establish strict new efficiency standards for light bulbs used in homes and businesses and bans the manufacturing and sale of those that do not meet those requirements. So it's not, we'd prefer you use this because it's better for the climate and animals or some other bullshit that they'd throw in there that make any sense, but they're literally saying, no, no, no. You it, it's, it's like um, gas stoves in New York. It's, it's happened new buildings. You cannot have them. You cannot have natural gas stoves. They're going after these light bulbs and the, the bulbs they're going after are incandescent bulbs, which we all know of probably, you've probably burned your hand on one at some point. Yeah. Trace their origin to an 1880 Edison patent. But they're saying that these new, the, the newer incandescent bulbs, practical in- incandescent bulbs to be specific, can't meet the standards that the energy department is putting out there. Neither can halogen bulbs. The rules also ban imports of less efficient bulbs that fall into other category. But those requirements carry a bit less heft than they would have several years back, largely because of, of advances in LED technology and manufacturing have dramatically lowered prices, and improved quality. LED, of course, uh, I say of course, not everyone knows this. (laughs) LED, of course, stands for light-emitting diode, a semiconductor device that converts electricity directly into light. Between 2015 and 2020, for instance, the percentage of American households that reported using LED bulbs for the most, uh, for for the vast majority of their lighting jumped from 4% to 47%. Quite a jump. Quite a jump. But... You look at this and you say, C.E. <coughs> Cottrell, are you hiring Drew? We're not right now, but that doesn't mean we aren't soon. Um, keep asking. Uh, but
2: <coughs> As long as your resume doesn't include pronouns. Yeah.
4: Yes. <laughs> if,
1: if your resume has pronouns, you're out right away. Um, but you're here, so I doubt that you. Do. Uh, so, <coughs> on the whole, it sounds crazy to be like, seriously, you guys are banning Bulb's? But yes, they're banning bulbs. They love banning anything and everything they can. And, and you know that they'll always have the ability to have incandescent bulbs or the really cool Edison-style looking ones with the you know, you know the insides that glow differently and have some kind of design to them. They will have access to them, but they don't want you having access to stuff most of the time just because they're dickbags. Like, there's not actually any real justification behind it. Communism discourages beauty. This is another opportunity. This is another example of ugliness conditioning. Flat lighting, LED lighting is unflattering. Is it more efficient? Perhaps. But it's unflattering. It creates this ster- sterile kind of white environment. You've seen it. And that's the goal of the communist. Take away beauty. Replace it with hideousness. Take away joy. Again, they hate Joy and they hate beauty. Look at their women for Pete's sakes.
4: <laughs>
1: You're listening out there. Someone's like, like, yeah. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. Our side's got a bunch of hotties to the point where we've we've been recruiting some, and I've got to watch the feed now because some of the stuff that comes through, it's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't. I, anyways. We 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 experience this kind of stuff where. We're being told we can't have certain kinds of light bulbs because we've given inches elsewhere and they they just they, they take things and run with it. And then again, getting back to the hideousness, you have this different light that they, that they get you on convenience. They get you on it lasts longer. They get you on it's more efficient. It's better for the environment. It's better for all these things. But what we get in response is a shittier life. And if you're all about LED then that's 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 fine. That's fine. We have some LED lights in the studio. Yeah,
4: I mean yeah, the studio it'll look like this. See now you're blue. It doesn't show up really on camera here. But,
1: but I changed it to what it should look like. But but I mean look at what they're doing with buildings and all of that. I mean designs, they're eastern block. Totally unappealing to the eye. You've got the lighting inside based on these new rules and regulations. It, it we're being we're being coached and led into accepting stuff that's uglier, stuff that we don't want, that you wouldn't choose if you had options.
2: Right. And if you look back in history and you look at some of the architecture that we have in some of the older cities, it's magnificent because the people creating that were free. They were able to let their minds wander and and come up with a design that would be appealing to the rest of the population. They were creating art. And art, when people create art, it's an extension of freedom. Right. And the same can be said for lighting. When you light your house, you are setting a mood for your house. You're painting a feel for how you want your house to feel when you walk in. For most people, you don't want to walk into a house where it's all flat lighting and it feels like you're in an office somewhere going to get a prostate exam. Yeah, You want it to feel inviting to whoever comes in. You want to be able to sit in your house and turn on the lights in there and feel like that you're at home, you're comfortable, and everything that you have decorated your house with is properly lit and looks nice because you paid for it and you want your environment to feel good. But communism takes all that away. It strips it away and makes you go bare bones to the point where it, 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 you're. it's just very concrete, steel, fluorescent. That's it. You're lucky to have it. Don't complain. Yeah. Because there's no joy. There's no artistic outlet for anybody in that environment because... For most people who are living in communism, there is no joy in your life. Right. And without any joy, there, there's, there's no
1: art. There's no, nothing to be created. Well, and there's no individuality. Again, we've talked about how Klaus Schwab and World Economic Forum want uniforms by 2030. That's seven years away. That's six and a half years away.
2: Again, it's going back to what you talked about uh, of getting us used to ugliness. Yeah. And wearing a gross uniform. So that what they want is for you to eat bugs, live in a house with very flat line, with very flat lighting, little to no furniture because all of this you know involves your, your ESG score. Right, they don't want you to
4: drive, and they're gonna pick out the clothing that you wear. (laughs) (laughs) What's not to like about it? It Basically, like you're living at Walmart. The the lighting there is so flat and just it's uninviting. I just wonder why I don't even go there because I can't stand the way it's lit. It's awful. Yeah, but you gotta go there now. You can't go to the other hellhole. Yeah. Um, (laughs) the
1: choices we're left with. Well, I mean, it's just man, it's it's so frustrating. And there, by the way, on this they're they're going after some shops that sell the other saying like they their goal is to go in and say you can't even sell those anymore yeah get them off the shelves get Get them off which is which is a huge loss you 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 buy something to sell you got to have that roi if you're told to just trash it that trashes your books that trashes your revenue it's 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 not that simple of just saying well just get rid of them and then and then replenish with that who's paying for that who's paying for that the people who make decisions—first of all, the government has no business savviness whatsoever. They, they never have. They never will. But most people who make all these these dumb edicts and decisions about stuff have never run a business. And working for a business does not akin or—you know, it's, it's not comparable to running. When, when everything has to earn and pay for itself, you, you don't just take stuff and throw it away. And if if you're in a situation where they say, well, we're going to come and take it then, well, no, you don't do that shit either, because that's not America. Right. Whether it's a gun or a light bulb. To me, there's no
2: reason to ban it, because the stat that you read between 2015 and 2020, where the use of LED lights at homes rose from 4% to 47%, that is the free market working. Just leave it alone and give people the choice. But now that you have eliminated the choice you've started a black market light bulb now. right, right. <laughs> because people are going to find ways to get them every time that you ban something and we've seen it with everything that the government has banned you establish a whole other black market industry if, if during prohibition if there if there's no prohibition there's no al capone yeah you just you you create criminals by banning things like and especially light bulbs when the free market system seemed to be working with that tenfold increase in five years it's just it's mind-boggling but that just goes to show you that it has nothing to do with the environment this is all a flex we can do this we're going to tell you how to live and we're going to do it and there's nothing you can do about it get used to it yeah
1: Uh, It's absolutely the way it is. Oh, Colin guy's got another number after his name. Um, He's back. He's back. Colin guy. Good to see you. Uh, You probably won't be here long, but remember as you come in and talk about Trump that we pick on Trump here too, uh, you know, is what it is. Um, But you can be miserable by yourself um, because you usually just take over the chat and, and no one really likes you. But Watch this, watch this, this light bulb thing here, because I think <clears throat> it's just a perfect example of something. And, and Tom, you're right, because it, it it is working. They're getting the result they want. Most people are seeing, and they're doing it based on the stuff that, that uh, you know, as to the, the the points that they're pushing in terms of convenience, you don't have to replace it as much, it lasts longer, all of that. But it's it's working. So so why do that? Because mo- that is why most people get it. If you go to Home Depot or Lowe's and, and you're looking at the two, and someone walks up, and and in most cases they're great folks who have served. There's always great veterans who work at those places. Um, but they walk up and what what are you doing for? What do you use it for? Well, this one's going to last you this much longer, and and here's the the price difference. Yada yada. People just make that decision. They're going to make that decision. But as you said, as soon as you start taking it and saying you can't have this, well, now I kind of want it. Right. Now I kind of want it, just like it's five o'clock and I kind of want a beverage. <laughs> hmm. I don't know if I'm going to have one or not. We'll see. But we are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about Trump um, and, and all that's happening with this. We'll talk about Pence weighing in again. There's, there's some stuff we want to hit on uh, there for those who are joining the show late. Uh, to bring you up to speed on Jack Smith, the new indictments yesterday, all of that. We'll talk about it after the break. Stay with us.
0: Today, to get your free wealth protection guide, this guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary, there is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results.
6: When I met my husband, Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. Now he's in his 80s, and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids.
3: I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s.
6: I've started doing this too and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger and my body looks leaner and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it, it'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video.
0: Watch the video, you won't believe how simple it is.
1: Do you owe ten thousand dollars or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections, and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late.
4: The most amazing cotton and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty.
5: Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited-edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of
4: us here at MyPillow,
1: All right, let's get back into Trump, shall we? Because there's a little something that happened yesterday an indictment based on the investigation, the witch hunt by special counsel, Jack Smith, and he got charged with four felony counts. Third indictment, multiple counts and charges within underneath the, the, the top cover of each indictment. And they were as follows. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Obstruction of an attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. And conspiracy against rights, which again, as we talked about in the beginning, is the most lame, broad, absurd charge of all of them. All of them ridiculous, but but that one seems to just be a swift kick to the nuts. That's, that's you're a meanie pants, and I don't like you." Uh, kind of a charge. He didn't get he didn't get in his his list incitement. Charges put on there. They are, too, on TV right there. Everyone's talking about it, but he didn't get uh, incitement, which I think is is a is a somewhat of a win for reason, Uh, not a win for our country, though, because none of these charges should have been there. This investigation should not have been there. And it's 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 them. Basically, what these four are saying is he he used his voice and shared his opinion. And it boils down to a, a free speech thing. We don't like what he's saying. What he's saying is threatening us. Yes, some other people got spun up because of it. Not not January 6th because of it, but but talking about election stuff, which, which is what happens when people speak. People either get mad or they support it. But th- that's what they're mad about here. They're mad that he's pissing in their Cheerios. They're mad that he's using his very loud voice, this very big political movement that he created, and— cause distinct for them and these are the charges they could come up with again I'll remind you the judge, Jack Smith's wife does documentaries for the Obamas the judge, Tanya Chutkin federally appointed judge by Obama sticking with the Obama tree there the only judge a judge who worked with Hunter Biden, same law firm the only judge who has given January 6th defendants Sentences longer than the courts actually requested. Nope, that's not enough. I want to punish them further. That's who is going to be overseeing this unless somehow it has moved out of D.C.
2: Yes. uh, To me, what these charges that Jack Smith has brought, er, 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 what he's saying in the way that I'm taking this is myself and the rest of the Democrat Party hate the first amendment because they hated the fact that Trump was able to speak they were ha- they hated the fact that his his supporters were able to assemble and listen to his speech so that's why they had to link him and, and create this riot that they created on January 6th and what they really hate is they really hate the fact that Trump had has the ability to go to go to the government to for a redress of grievances. Yeah. So this is a total assault on the first amendment. The only thing that they're leaving out is religion and they, Democrats hate religion anyway. So that, that one is a non-starter, but they couldn't shoehorn that one in there, but it's a, it's a total um, rebuff uh, of the first amendment. They hate it. They, They don't want it. And they only want it for certain people. If you, and those people are the ones who share the same, Opinions in speech that they do, yeah,
1: no, absolutely, and, and you're right. They do hate religion too. If they could have worked that in, they would. The only religion religion they like are ones that they create or fabricate on their own, which of course have nothing to do with God Himself. Uh, but they also like Islam because it's a nice, quaint, old-timey religion. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. But uh, you know, we mentioned this earlier. This is all BS. And as I always say, I don't care if you like Trump or not. I don't care if he's your GOP candidate of choice or not. If you voted for him twice, voted for him no times, don't care. You should hate what's happening here. You should you should hate what's happening because it is, it is ripping apart how we do business as a country, as a government. And it is putting our, our country in a perilous situation because the ramifications from this, the left will love it. The left will love to see outrage and fighting in the streets and stuff like that if trump goes to prison and i'm not encouraging that you do that please do not do that but this country is we're a tinderbox y'all and they want more justification to take more power to take more control because then they can say if people do stupid shit and and uh, 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 it's going to be tough at this point for things not to go that way for they can say look i told you we were right the whole time they're extremists. There's people on the... Conservatives are extremists. Conservatives aren't extremists. Conservatives love their country and are scared that they're going to lose it. There are some people who I think love Trump too much and and are waiting with bated breath on every word he says. Trump was an au- awesome president, outstanding president. But it, it, the, the fight is about the country. Trump is just in the way. They're going after Trump as an example. And if they can get him... Everyone is screwed, as you always say. But please make the fight about more than Trump, because it is. It is way bigger than him. It is about this country. He is a massive figure, and he is pushed back against them in a big way. So if they can get him to fall, if they can get him down and out of the picture, we're, we're screwed, you guys. We're—we're we're t- And I'm not saying that what comes next, how it all ends. I'm just saying... We're screwed in the sense that it's going to get really dark for a while. I think I don't think it's out of
2: the question to say if this does happen, the next step will be to disarm everybody, because that's the, the that's the last shoe to drop from the for the Marxist takeover. They have to disarm everybody. And I think if Trump ends up going to prison, that's what we're going to see. We're going to hear. Hi, can we come in and take a look at your guns? Oh, by the way, we're taking them.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: No. Yeah.
1: Nope. Well, he responded, talked about—Trump responded, that is, talked about how he's getting hit from the left and right. We showed you that earlier. We're not going to play it again now. He's absolutely right. Our side, the Republican side, uh, is not standing up for him, at least those in in office, because they care more about themselves than they do him. Maybe they have disagreements with him. I don't care if they have disagreements with him on policy or certain things— but you're literally letting your side get railroaded, the country get railroaded, and and you're okay with it as long as it doesn't affect you and and your job. And that's a problem. That's a big problem. You had Pence who weighed in and sa- said that he that no one's above the Constitution, but he would wait to, to to see how things unfold. So he he indicted Trump with his words and then said he'd wait to see. He he he. Uh, he sounded a lot like Mike Pence is, is, is the best way to say it, but this is going to be an issue. This is going to be an issue for our country. And, and for all of those, again, I will say this, there's plenty of people on the right. I know, oh, I don't like Trump. I don't mind it. You know, he, I think he's a criminal or whatever. Think that all you want. Think that all you want. See this for what it is. It's much bigger. See this for what's coming. And, and please change your heart on, on this issue, change your mind on this issue, because it is, it is, it is, it is way bigger than, than Donald J. Trump and what they're doing to him. It is massive what they're doing to him, but it is so much bigger. I just can't, I can't emphasize that enough. Okay. Keep in mind too, as this, this is all happening that it, it sure seems to be a great distraction for the Biden crime family being just completely and totally exposed for the criminal enterprise that they are. Devin, we've got a clip that we're going to show tomorrow of Tucker and Devin Archer. We'll, sh- we'll share that on the show tomorrow. We're not going to go all the way back into this now. But but Devin Archer, the amount of times, the, the, the evidence that's come out that showed that he was peddling influence, Joe Biden, that is. And we had enough evidence, frankly, in my opinion, before all of this, but now the new evidence that comes out that's, that's saying he, that he peddled influence, used his title and role to do that, the Democrats, of course, are saying, no, 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 He's just exchanging pleasantries, thinking that all of us are stupid and don't understand how the game is played. But all of that, all of that comes out, reports of new people coming down, down the pike who are going to share, insiders sharing information and testimony about the Biden family And what do they do? I think it's a good time to go ahead and drop this indictment on the most important of the three investigations so far. The one that has to do with January 6th and their so-called insurrection. These guys don't even hide stuff anymore. They just no. you can predict what they're going to do. And then they do it. And you say, see, I see what you're doing. And they're like, no, you don't. You're an idiot. And that's literally the end of the conversation nationally, because the rest of the people are like, oh, I guess I'm an idiot. Like. Joe Biden is on tape saying that he
2: talked to, what was it, Shokin in in Ukraine and said, if this guy who's investigating Burisma isn't fired, you're not getting the billion dollars. Right. And son of a bitch, he was fired. Right. (laughs) He he bragged about (laughs) it. Yeah, it's on tape. That is a quid pro quo. Do this or you don't get that. That's what it that and, and there's so many people who are like, oh, that's just politics, man. You know, everybody does that. And It's like, no, he that that at the same time they're accusing Trump of a, a quid pro, pro quo. Yeah, and they have Biden on tape doing it. No, like, oh, that's totally different. That's just Joe, you know, making this flex. And he's, you know, Joe. He sort of exaggerates. He was just exaggerating. He'd never say anything like that. Right. And he's on tape yeah. And you still have people, especially in the media The media are the biggest scoundrels and ratbags Out of everybody that we have Because they're just left-wing propagandists In a total Every network is a PR firm For the Democrat Party and, and so, of course, they're just going to say Don't believe your lying eyes And continue to gaslight the American public
1: Yeah Nope, that 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 is it I mean, and Trump got impeached for it was so vague, not clear. There was no there was no reason to impeach him for it. He gets away with it when it's when it's clear as day what's happening. And by the way, most people Joe Biden didn't know what a supply chain was until 6 years ago, which is <laughs> remarkable, but also kind of makes sense at this point. Most people didn't use the term quid pro quo until all that started happening. You hear that thrown away around all all the freaking time now. But those are the types of deals that we would make in my weird crazy dark world there's lots of threats there's lots of blackmail there's lots of other stuff going on Uh, not 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 the way that it was used there wasn't it wasn't the appropriate setting it they're they're caught red-handed but they've sure got a lot of great distractions three indictments multiple counts in all of them against the former president likely well potentially another one coming in georgia who knows what else Jack Smith has up his sleeve? These guys are vile. They hate our country. They hate you. We're gonna take a break when we come back. We're gonna talk. Well, let's see. We're we're gonna talk about COVID again because that's that's an, that's that's another thing. To use. Um, but people, I'm telling you guys, people want you to wear masks again. There is there is increasing discussion about new strains and and new reports. And I told you yesterday the news. Some of the news networks are starting to push. The hospitalization numbers again, all of that. And now now there's folks saying we should probably bring back masks. No, but we'll talk about it on the other side.
0: We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you, so take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1, 2023.
7: Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave Books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
1: Segments to go until the post-show press conference, which we didn't do yesterday because we were trying to see if we were
4: gonna get the, the press conference. Yeah, we in. thought
1: we were gonna get Jack Smith getting up there and and doing his little two minutes of mouth breathing, um, which happened right after we went off the air. But but COVID cases. Pivoting to something else. COVID cases are supposedly on the rise, and shit libs want you to put on your anxiety anxiety <laughs> anxiety. Anxiety. Your anxiety <laughs> Anxiety
4: face <laughs> diapers. <laughs> you <get again>. <laughs>
1: oh, you know what? It's this week's almost over. It right? is, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. I mean, it's getting there. They want you to put your mask on again. Here's what the America-hating communist at MSNBC had to say about it. Take a listen. If
3: you've noticed more of your friends, neighbors, loved ones are. Testing positive for COVID, you're not alone. According to the CDC, COVID 19 hospitalizations are up 12% from last week. And while we're nowhere near any previous levels, it's still raising concerns. Joining us now with more is Dr. Kavita Patel, who served as a White House policy director in the Obama administration. She is an MSNBC medical contributor. Dr. Patel, it's always great seeing you. So I, I, I think we've kind of all been noticing that, right? There's someone you know or People are, you know, think they have a cold and it ends up being COVID. What's going on? What are you seeing?
5: Well, we're seeing the same thing, Jose, in clinic. We are, as you said, hospitalizations going up. Let me just start with some good news. We are not seeing anywhere near the dramatic rises that we saw in previous summers or previous years. That's good news. That's because a large part of the population, Jose, has already either been infected and vaccinated or both several times. So what I think people need to know is that, I would just keep people on alert, that when you're in those crowded spaces, Think about the cost and the colds and sometimes many people don't even have any symptoms a mask can be your best friend keep it private back in time we have had them in our pockets in our coats in our backpacks time to bring them out again especially as the school season starts we don't want to see kids missing school for things that we could have prevented
1: a mask can be your best friend she say, she just said that out loud but there you have it know your role peasants Mask up. Despite, I mean, how many times have we been told masks don't work? Oh, yeah. We, we hear that all the time, especially cloth masks.
2: Yeah. Uh, they were like, yeah, they're, they're worthless. And we, you know, the
7: droplets. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was going to ask you to do, do the Fauci, please. <laughs> but one of the
2: things that she said in there that I think is very telling, and I don't believe any of these bastards that come on here, uh, come on MSNBC or anyone, any doctor getting in front of a camera talking about putting a mask back on. But what I found fascinating about what she said is she says, we know that if we we're seeing a rise in COVID cases amongst people who have been vaccinated or people who are exposed to the virus, she's talking about natural immunity. Yeah. And... Two years ago, you weren't allowed to bring that up. You no. couldn't say, you know, why is this any different than chicken pox? You used to have chickenpox parties as a kid, so you were exposed to it, and you, you, were, you would have natural immunity. But now she's freely talking about it, like we've talked about it the entire time, Right, which is really repulsive to me. And it just goes to show you that what they were saying were just flat out blatant lies that it was all about compliance and when people weren't complying then it became we have to help out the very fragile neurotics because they're totally paranoid of getting covid and wearing a mask shows that you care you know what i'm sick of it i don't care about you if you're neurotic and want a mask that ain't on me right go see a shrink get on some meds do whatever you have to do to to get over your problems that has nothing to do with me and my freedom. Fuck off. Yeah.
1: No, I agree. But <clears throat> but, it, but it, it seems like it's another kind of toe in the water test iteration. This worked before. Let's see if this starts to grab on and and catch some way. Let's let's take nine percent and make it twelve percent. Let's take twelve percent and make it seventeen percent and see if people start doing this again because they got so much compliance before from folks across the country and all over the planet for that matter, but across the country for sure. So they are, they're preying on, on those fragile people that you're, that you just described there. But, but at the end of the day, I'm trying to picture it. it. I saw this meme today and it talked about, it had masks for everything. <laughs> and it was like masks for fire, masks for radiation, mask for this and, and whatever. all heavy duty things specific to that issue. And then it said mask for the supposed most deadly virus ever. And it showed someone just in the paper, paper mask. And, and, and it was, but it was perfect. So it was like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're telling us this about this virus. And you're saying that this right here is, is going to to do anything. It just never made any sense. It, it never made any sense whatsoever other than until you realized weeks into it hopefully years into it for some people some people still don't get it that it was it was a compliance tool it was an exercise it was it was trying to figure out who would go along with stuff and who would not the question is this I think it's less and we had a question of the day the other day <clears throat> too about COVID or something similar, would that that come back into play? If they push this again, though, what percentage of the country goes along with it? What, you know, starts wearing masks again, starts social distancing, starts doing all those things. By the way, if they do push this again, I'm going to come up with some products to sell during it because I feel like that there's a, that's a cash cow. <laughs> yeah, I, I will gonna, not comply with anything, but I will capitalize on, on all of it. But, but, I mean, but exactly exploit and prey on the neurotics. Yeah,
2: just as the government does, you may as well make a buck off it.
1: Hundred percent. But what do you? I mean, what do you think? I mean, do you? If let's say, let's say, I don't know, it was well over half of the of the country bought into it the first time. Do you, do you think you get north of 40 percent this time? Uh, you
2: might. It depends on what it is. And one thing that I think most people are overlooking, and especially those dipshits on MSNBC, is the fact that we have—the borders are wide open, and we have millions of people who are crossing the border who aren't going through any sort of health screening. So different strains of coronavirus sure are coming in. Right. We've already seen increases of— uh, Uh, pharmaceutical resistant tuberculosis that's popping up all over the texas border and here in florida we're seeing an outbreak of leprosy yeah i would never in a million years believe that anywhere in the united states would have an outbreak of leprosy and if you're to bring up the fact that there's no health screenings being done by people coming into the country that's how xenophobic But the fact of the matter is we've always had health screenings. Ellis Island, people came to Ellis Island, they were given a health screening before they were allowed into the country. And so now we're just letting people in. But to answer your question, (laughs) that's kind of the long way of getting to it. (laughs) It depends on what it is. If we're told that, let's say, leprosy is transmitted through the air, 80% Eighty percent of the people are going to start wearing masks because they don't want to get leprosy. Right. If it's another variant of COVID and it's mild symptoms for the way it is for most of the population, and it has a ninety-nine point nine eight survivability rate, I think you're going to be around thirty <laughs> yeah. percent compliant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If they're smart, if they're smart, they push something new because I think uh, if it is the same or similar. It, it, it would have to be—there was the one we talked about a couple of days ago where they were saying the fatality rate was 30-some-odd percent. Very, very different than 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 the other. Um, maybe they'd have some success there, but you've, you've they've, they've got to up the ante, basically, in, in order to get that cut. Co- but I think they're—here's the deal. They're smart enough, I think, they know to do that. Like, we can't use the exact same thing again. We've got to say something here that terrifies Right, and they know how to juice the
2: numbers, and I will never forget, as long as I live, that one of the press conferences, that ugly, haggish hag, Dr. Bricks, with their scarves, came up there and says, we've got great news, because now we're adding in people who uh, not just—we're not— considering the COVID fatalities of dying of COVID, it's also dying with COVID. And so from that moment on, they were able to inflate
1: all the numbers. Yeah. No, they they absolutely were. Did you have your hand
4: up? Yeah, I was just going to say, we also remember there's people already still wearing masks. Like, I mean, I mean, they're, they're, they're already doing it. So we, th- there's that population that's already on it. So how much more are they going to get? And then I also wanted to bring up from earlier when we were talking about the cloth mask. Tom, you had the best... I don't know if it was tweet at the time or Facebook, but you had said, if uh, if my boxers or my underpants can't withhold the smell of my fart, then how is these masks going to hold back the droplets of, of COVID? And, and I I, I, stand, I still, I, when I saw it, when you posted it, I'm like, yes, I stand by this. I still stand by it to this day, because it's true. So thank you, Tom, for that nugget. Yeah. Hey.
1: He, uh, it, sometimes it's colorful, sometimes it's not, but it's usually pretty, <laughs> but it's, usually it's pretty wide yeah, and accurate. Yeah. Uh, Andy Pearson, if you have facial hair masks, don't matter. I'll tell you what, you, you, are you're, you're saying that and I'm sure you're saying it seriously. We, you know, we had to have C, like chemical masks for deployment early on. And when, when I was, when I was deploying with a certain group early on, you had, there was just standard equipment you had to take. You knew you weren't going to use most of it. That was one of them. But you had to go to mask training to know how to use your mask. And I get there, so I report. I'm like, this is dumb. Like, I'm not going to find myself in a trench getting doused with mustard gas. But okay, like, that's not the war we're fighting here. It has to go. And I because it's the government, you got to pay someone to show you how to wear a mask because that's how dumb we are. But I go there, and and, you know, we're all bearded out. And the guy's like, "Oh, you can't do this. <laughs> like, why?" He's like, "You can't. You can't actually get a good seal because of your beard." I'm like, "Well, okay. So what do I do?" He's like, "Just throw it in your throw it in your pelican and bring it with, but you can't use it." I'm like, "Okay, great." I'm glad. glad I'm not in that environment. But but it is, I mean, what Andy's saying all that to say is, in a lot of cases, it doesn't work because you can't get the right seal.
4: Right. Yeah, it's the same thing for the, the masks that they have in the hospitals. I remember in EMT school, you had to, like, you get under a tent and they they will do stuff, and if you can still smell it, you don't have a seal. And I had some facial hair then, and be like, oh, get another size, get another size. And then the person's like, well, if you ever buy an infectious disease and you put a mask on, you're probably still going to get it. It was like, Cool. (laughs) Thank you for that. Uh, This is a waste of my time, and thank you.
2: (laughs) Well, for me, I was thinking this whole mask thing is a bunch of BS, because when they would show file footage of people working in the labs with these helmets on and gloves and these big space suits and everything, and that's what they're doing to to work with the virus, and they're saying, yeah, put a mask on. It's like— These people are totally hazmat suits.
1: If if this thing worked, they'd be wearing that in the laboratory. Right. Yeah. They wouldn't
4: choose to put on
1: the outfit. No. You know what? I don't want to be in board shorts and a T-shirt with a mask. I'd like to wear that. Um, I'd like to sweat my ass off. I mean, maybe they just wanted to drop a few LBs. Who knows? you you imagine Chris Christie getting into one of those outfits? They don't make them that big, I don't think. They probably do. I think. Is, is yeah. he getting fatter? He's I saw a couple of clips of
4: him. It's like, holy shit. How big is that belt? He, how long is the zipper? Remember we were talking about that one a few it, weeks ago? Yeah,
1: it's, <laughs> it's not good. It's not a good It's not a good thing. There's books out there. There's things you can do. Um, okay, we're going to get our last break in. And then wait until you hear on the other side. We've got one more story, and then we're, we're going to do the post-show press conference. But I know you didn't ask this question. I know you didn't want to know. But according to this crazy-ass lib that we're going to show you, wait until you hear why liberals twerk. Mm. <laughs> we're, we're apparently we're getting into. We're that. really talking about that. We we really are. It's coming up. Stay with us.
8: How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well.
7: Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The
8: Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care. And now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination, this is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance Combating this man made disaster. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the
0: RVM network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM network and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com.
7: Thank
1: you, appreciate it. Oh, how the world has changed. And how here we are talking about twerking i still my favorite thing about twerking i don't, i i'm not a fan of twerking but my favorite thing about twerking is during some of the protests and the riots you'd see particularly <laughs> like, you know the saint george floyd riots across the country he'd be like let's check in on dallas and it'd show people throwing stuff and then there'd just be some random people twer- twerking, <laughs> twerking like like How, what, what, how, what is, how I think protests are gay in the first place. It's just not my thing. If if you like them, that's fine. But how, how is twerking there? Like, what, what are you doing? What is that? What is that accomplishing here? (laughs) I, I, I still have never got it, but I can picture, I can picture one of the scenes. I believe it was in Dallas. And I remember both laughing my ass off and also being so utterly confused. Like, hold on. You're not, there's, there's no sign you're not throwing fireworks or like Molotovs like your friends. You're, you're, twerk. just, you're just twerking. Just tw- I mean, I guess may- maybe it's like a burning calories thing while, while protesting. protein. got to burn these calories while we're here. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, I bring up twerking. Uh, I hope this is the last time we talk about twerking on the show. <laughs> but I bring it up because did you know twerking was a spiritual release? Hmm. According to this crazy ass chick right here, it is. Take a listen
9: shaking is such a primal practice of releasing trauma and somatic blockages and emotions through our body, especially our hips. Mm-hmm. Our hips now we know is where we store emotions. Yep. So when you are twerking, when you're shimmying, you are literally releasing trauma, releasing stored emotions from your hips. When you're bending your knees, you're crouching on the floor, you're connecting to earth, you're connecting to the womb, you're restoring your energy. And that's why it's not even just an African dance, but in Middle Eastern dance, in Latin American dance, Mm sausage and bachata. every single dance form has some form of hip (laughs) movement to it this is also why zebras when they're running away from a lion and they're about to get eaten and they make it into the nick of time they shake their bodies off release the trauma and they come back to homeostasis so i started to realize that as i was doing this i was healing myself through all of these generations of collective trauma that now we know with epigenetics is actually stored within our systems and i that twerking shimmying undulating shaking truly is a spiritual practice and now i share it as much as i can shaking
1: oh my gosh shut that front door are you so <clears throat> it's it's re- releasing trauma that's what working is disco's bro you've broken disco you've broken him uh, it's but I, you're causing trauma, you're not releasing trauma. She's comparing it to zebras, and, and it's bringing you back to homeostasis. <laughs> here's what I love I love that both of them, and this is like a deep <clears throat> conversation. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, preach it, girl, mm-hmm, like the cow moo noises, all of that's happening. I, I, and she said it all with a straight face. The whole thing, <laughs> I, I mean, this was, I mean, here's the thing she believed everything she just said like oh, yeah. to her core yeah i don't know how i mean i i can't stand these pseudo intellectual gen zers who think they're so fro- profound in their mental acuity they think you can hear it in her in her voice she thinks she is so smart you guys this is the same generation that ate tide pods and that twerk in our streets I'm not seeing it I'm not seeing it I-, <laughs> I like how she brought up
2: epigenetics that was a term that I haven't heard for a while so I looked it up just now to see what epigenetics is and it's the study of how your body how your behaviors in your environment can cause change that affect the way your genes work unlike genetic changes epigenetic changes are reversible and do not change your DNA sequence so it the the definite the, the word this epigenetics that she's saying is just a, another made up another made up term by the left to make them sound smart and all it all, all it means is your body behaves differently in the environment so if it's cold out and you're shivering you can put a jacket on and not shiver right <laughs>
4: I like how she equated it to like when a lion gets, you know, when a lion's chasing its prey and then the prey shakes off. Like, okay, you've you've never been hunted like this. So there's nothing to do with why it's just twerking.
1: like a zebra <laughs> being chased. That's 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 why everyone does it. I, but I, but I, the fact that she's saying all these things that it's scientifically medically helping, that it's releasing trauma, you guys. I've never once heard a therapist, a qualified therapist, be like, Have you tried twerking? Tell me, (laughs) tell me what's going on. Oh. You should shake your ass some. You should really kind of grind on the floor and do some sexual exotics. No. It's twerking is a primal way of saying I want some. That's it. Nothing else. It's not. It's like a signal. It is kind of like nature. Like, you're throwing it up there. Like You're presenting. You're presenting, yeah. yes. <laughs> Peacocking. That's yeah. what you're doing. You're. That was one of the most fascinating. I, I almost played it yesterday, and I didn't. But it was so just fascinating and damning for society that I had to show it. The yeah. conviction that the, she had. The conviction was there, and she also
2: did one of those techniques that I absolutely despise when liberals do it and they start talking, then all of a sudden she talked about bachata. (laughs) She's talking in her regular voice, but then gets to a a Spanish word and has to over-enunciate it. Like, she knows the proper enunciation. That's just the way that I talk, because I'm giving, you know, reverence to a specific language. Yeah.
1: Well, what she play, can you play the beginning of it again? What did she say at the beginning? Um, so I don't want to. I'm going to butcher it. Somatic something.
9: Shaking is such a primal practice of releasing trauma and somatic blockages and emotions through a body.
1: Somatic blockages. So you're releasing somatic blockages by twerking. I I,
4: I, again, I would just love to see the the therapy session. Like, have you ever considered uh, twerking? Yeah. And then it like cuts home, and it's not even a woman. It's a guy that gets the therapy. He's at home, and he's like, This is great. (laughs) Honey, no, no,
1: stop doing that. Um,
4: She said twerk
1: and gave me some Xanax. Yeah. (laughs) I feel fantastic.
2: Somatic, serving as a warning of danger, used of conspicuous colors or poisonous or noxious animal. She qualifies as a poisonous, noxious Noxious animal. animal.
1: Yes. Yeah absolutely that that whole generation sadly most of them not all of them there there's always some some good in there uh, but but most of them just do that uh, that is not the way folks Twerk, twerking is not the way it's not the way to to break through that stuff. there are other ways there's some some difficult trauma out there there's some crazy stuff happening in this world. If it was that simple if we could get through all of this, the late the left hating our country, the uniparty weaponizing our government, if all we had to do was twerk our way through it, I would consider it. I, I, would, I would shake that. Viking ass as much as I could. <laughs> she's trying to equate twerking with
2: with like meditation or yoga. <laughs>
1: yes, which is,
2: is, there's nothing like it at all. But she's trying so desperately to make that comparison to come up with this theory that hasn't been thought of before. And we just talked about it. Twerking is presenting. You're you're shaking your ass because you're looking for a mate. Yeah. It's as primal as you get. Yeah, it it really
1: is. And if you think anything else, even if you buy into this, here's the deal: what what's going to happen with people who do this? It's it's like women who, which we're all thankful for in our own ways, but women who 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 maybe wear less or live in yoga pants or are always walking around bikini. Like I can't believe that person came on to me. It's like, well, you're. You're showing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what happens, right? It's not ex- it's not saying some some dude's behavior is acceptable, but think about what you are presenting. You 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 twerk and you do this. The dudes who are into it are gonna be like, "Okay, all right, I see where this yeah. is going. Okay,
4: cool." And they get upset. They're at the nightclub. Like, why do they keep coming wanting to buy me drinks? Because yeah. you're dancing provocative, and they're going, oh, "Okay, yeah. I mean,
1: let's yeah. go." <laughs> you, you are you are. Offering it all up right there, so you, you you can't have it, can't have it both ways. Okay, here's the deal, guys. Reminder: Please join Coin Club. It's dbcoinclub.com. You get our extra Friday morning episode. You get entered into contests. Someone just won hundreds of dollars on Friday. You get access to booze and banter when it comes back. All sorts of other premium stuff as uh, as well. And then if you're an annual member, you get a challenge coin sent to you. We just dropped one in uh, Carolyn uh, and some others went in the mail today. So. Uh, please sign up there. It's dbcoinclub.com. That's where you sign up. That's where you go to watch. If you're a military first responder, you get 30% off your membership. We're so thankful for all that you do or did. Uh, so please go check it out. Sign up. It's dbcoinclub.com. We got one more episode tomorrow. Hopefully we don't discuss twerking in it, but we've got one more episode tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. Eastern friday coin club for now we're going to head to the post show press conference we appreciate you being here today hit that like button on the way out folks thanks so much we'll see you be safe be smart be free
0: and now get ready for the this is my show post show press conference sponsored by colon sports the new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal sport electrolyte replacement in one end and it's new colon sport
1: all right let's get to what well, we got a low chair here uh, good to be back here with you guys uh yesterday obviously we didn't do the press conference with some of the the news breaking on the special counsel but uh man long episode again didn't think of we'd be ending on twerking, or someone likening twerking to a spiritual slash healing experience, all new to me. Man, there's so many new things in this ever-changing crazy ass world that we live in. But uh, yeah, I mean, just to recap, I-, I would say this, you know, there's lots of, lots of. I saw definitely lots of trolls come in on, on some of the various platforms at the end, celebrating Trump's indictments, mocking Trump. If you don't like Trump, that's that is your prerogative. That is, that is your every right, but I would caution you, caution you and caution everyone in the room here, this is bigger than—I said it a million times, it's bigger than Trump, and seeing a government weaponized like this against political opponents, seeing someone go down for them, we don't know how it'll end when it's all said and done, this is way bigger than your hatred or dislike or distrust of him or anyone else for that matter— that's not the story you're, 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 missing the point here. So I, I caution you on that. Um, but let's, let's get to some questions here and then we'll, uh, we'll get, we'll get to that. I'm sure of some more tomorrow. Si, senor,
4: y- y- ciego. Hey, Diego. Yeah, when, when it comes to the, the left trying to take our light bulbs, I'm saying, you know, for me and, you know, my amigos, you know, we don't have lights anyway. It's not a big deal. Um, you know, so it's fine. But when it comes to the, the twerking, is there a doctor that I could call to get said like note to pass off to my wife to say you know she needs to do this more often at home? I mean, because now I mean the twerking's at the at the minimum. I'd like it to be in the mid to maximum range when it comes to twerking at home so
1: you want you want your wife to do the twerking? you're trying to get a doctor's note see yes to incur yeah, I don't know, I don't know anyone of that. I don't know anyone in their right mind. Who would encourage anyone do that? Uh, anyone to do that? I can see why you, as a male, might be intrigued by that, um, but no, I, I, I can't say that I know of anyone, Diego. And I also can't say I'm surprised that you've asked this question based on on all the questions that I typically, typically get from you. Yeah, I, yeah. Again, folks, uh, if if you're seeing a therapist, and and some of you probably should. Nancy, if Nancy's in here, she definitely should um probably shouldn't be allowed out of the house but if if you're seeing a therapist and and that is how they not only diagnose things but how they want to treat things i I think you should you should look you should look elsewhere there's 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 plenty i'm 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 not the one you want counseling on you on that stuff but i can tell you enough i can tell you that 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 twerking isn't going to be that spiritual release that you're looking for next question
2: Good afternoon, Drew Myers Graham Bowie, Gold Coast Gazette. So, Drew, my question, and I was reading about the light bulbs, and I was having a conversation with Myrtle over the weekend, and let Myrtle know that we had to get rid of all of our light bulbs. So. Myrtle's been going around smashing all our light bulbs and throwing them in the garbage. And I told her, I I said, I don't think you need to do that. And I was just wondering, when it comes to the new LED light bulbs, and what does LED stand for?
1: Uh, Illumination something diode. I forget off the top of my head. Oh, diode. Diode,
2: yeah. Diode is a fun word to say, isn't it? It,
1: it can, be. It can yeah, be. Yeah, diode.
2: Diode.
1: <laughs> okay. All right, reel so, it in.
2: Well, My question, uh, Drew, is if you have one of these LED lights that breaks, can you still take, cut a potato in half and put it in the socket and turn it around so you can pull the rest of the light out? Or... Do you have to call an electrician?
1: You know that, that's a great question, Myers. Uh, I have not tried that on an LED light. Uh, let me let me take a step back though first. Uh, um, and, and first of all, with with electricity, I'd always encourage if you're not comfortable with it, uh, you know, calling someone who that's that's what they do for a living. But but going back to to Myrtle going around and smashing them, you you absolutely don't need to do that. Shouldn't do that for a a number of reasons. Uh, first and foremost, no one gets to tell you what kind of light bulbs you use. Second of all, that creates a hell of a mess. But when that the, the little glass shards from light bulbs, God, it sucks when they break. Uh, so don't you don't need to do that. They want you to transition and move on from that. But again, th- this is a perfect example here of it's better for the environment, it's better for your electricity bill, it's better for the the community or the climate or whatever whatever stuff they push. And you look at okay, I'll give them light bulbs. I'll give them light bulbs because I'm not giving them my my firearms, for example, or whatever, whatever that next thing is. And you think that it's this docile thing and it's cheaper and it lasts longer. And again, I don't look if that's what you want to do, then do it. It's the concept of giving up freedom on something. You give up that decision making ability on what kind of light bulb Yo, you can't have an incandescent. And if you do, you should feel bad about it. and You should get rid of it and replace it with an LED. Put yourself on a list Lock yourself in your house. Do whatever some crazy ass shit. Look at the light bulb as a big deal because on any level you give up freedom, you never get give it back. And, and as silly as it might sound, that we're talking about that as it pertains to light bulbs, uh, that that's that's in fact the situation that we're dealing with here. Uh, and 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 none of us like it. But uh, all that to say, tell Merle stop smashing ones. Replace it with whatever you want. You want LED, get LED. You want incandescent, get incandescent. Well, you can. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about later. Next question.
4: If, if a follow-up, Drew, um, about the twerking, um, should I go to like a mini clinic or?
1: Again, yeah, I don't, um, I don't think anyone's going to suggest it. Certainly not for your wife. Hopefully they don't do it for you either, Diego. Um, I, I don't have any answers. Appreciate your persistence on it, but I, I don't have any answers on, on where you might get a, a doctor's note for twerking we got time for maybe one more.
2: Drew, Glenn Moranger here, Long Haul Trucker Tribune. My question is about Algeria and what's going on in West Africa. It seems to me that the French have a lot of bases in Algeria, and they fly a lot of missions out of these bases. A lot of them seem to be Air Force-type bases. If the Algerians tell the French to get out of there, do, are they obligated to fly all their planes and get all their personnel out of there or have they signed a lease or how exactly does this work or will the French just go ahead and haul ass out of there and, and, you know, let the, let the Chinese and, uh, and the Russians take those bases over.
1: Well, that's actually a great question, you know, and from country to country when you have installations there, depending it, it all that to say, Glenn, it just, it depends. I, I don't know the specifics of, of, the land lease arrangements, what what the Algerians are getting in return for them being there and vice versa. So I don't know how that would how that would work. I do know the French uh, do tend to tuck and run a little bit. So we'll, we'll see how that all plays out. But it, but it's an interesting question that you pose in a broader conversation about what's happening there uh, in in the wake of Niger, Niger, and then and then everything that's going on with with Burkina Faso and several of the other countries there in the region, because you've got you've got America and France on one side, and and you've got Russia and China on the other, both pushing for the same kind of influence in the region, uh, moreover, to get those resources. I, I don't know all that to say. I, I can't tell you how France will respond. I guess it kind of depends on what happens in the coming days and weeks as, as tensions escalate over there and things get more and more hostile. But I will say this. Pay attention to it. Pay attention to it. I'm, I'm glad you're paying attention to it. Not enough people are. Whether it's the Horn of Africa over on the on the west, you know, the, in the northwest part of, of the country, or, or even in the south. I mean, there's some crazy stuff happening in South Africa this week. So there's a lot to be paying attention to there. And 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 Putin and 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 she know, and that's why they have been. We we've been negligent as it pertains to that continent uh, for the most part, and certainly the people here at home uh, never pay attention to that. I mean, hell, we don't pay attention to anything outside of of dc and our own community so we, we've got to be better about that there's some important stuff going on there okay guys appreciate you uh sending some questions today i'm glad we didn't get nancy the the microphone today we'll uh we'll hope the best for her maybe she's trying to recover uh we'll look forward to seeing you my tomorrow. shoes where are my, uh, my shoes well, we, shoes yeah
2: sudanese men
1: <laughs> have a good one who's
0: Just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.